No beer left behind. I'm gonna mute Frank there. Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I'm Brian. I'm joined with two wonderful people today. But before we get to them, let's explain exactly what you'll what you could expect from a, as the title says, a last call. Uh, last call is what we used to call the second recording in a night of back-to-back recordings. Usually times when we were overly shwasted, overserved, and over vocal. So uh, that's kind of what we're setting out to do, except it's a little special day. It's an afternoon last call. An afternoon. Parker last has call. no shirt on, so it Parker, doesn't really Parker say much. started off without a shirt on, and we'll go exactly. up to him, Parker in Tulsa. How are you doing, buddy? Opening up a co-op F5. Troy, that's for you. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I am doing great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> as mentioned, I have my shirt off, and... Um, Two healthy nipples. Two very, two yeah. very healthy, non-pierceable uh, uh, nipples, though. They're, they're just not are they large in, enough. Are they inverted? It's not conducive. <laughs> what? Are they inverted? What's happening? No, they're, no I, I do not have innies. Okay. Um, they're very much outies. They're just petite. Oh, okay. I don't know what gauge. You would have to get like a, uh, I don't know, like a 40 acupuncture size needle. <laughs> <laughs> to pierce anything here, yeah. Pierce the dental floss, or you know, like when they do the allergy test and they stick like four hundred of those needles in your back. It'd be those size. I'd have little micro piercings. I'm. You're doing mic- microderm abrasions on your nipples to pierce them. That's good. Uh, yeah. Frank, I'm doing big things for my life. I'm. <laughs> you're in your kitchen, shirtless, drinking a co-op, a coupe F5. Living, living your best you're, life. Oh yeah, you're home alone, aren't you? I am. There yeah, I'm kidless. There Wife's at work. I'm living a bachelor lifestyle. Studying. Uh, studying. Yeah, I know. Static. <laughs> Wait, were you um, sh- on that? Were well, you, baby girl. I was gonna say, were you shirt off studying at uh, Pantera? At Panera. Yeah, yeah. But I had a mask on, so they were like, ah, "That's cool." Hey, safety, <laughs> safety first. Right. Um, real quick on that co-op note, I. Talking to a self-proclaimed beer connoisseur recently, um, and he dropped Co-op F5 on me, and I just tuned out from there. I just stopped. Wait, he legitimately referred to it as yeah. Co-op? <laughs> Legit. He was like, now, I mean, if you like IPAs, have you had the Co-op F5? And I was like, who is this, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jet Boy Troy here? And I was like, I'm sorry, it's it's Coop. I can't proceed with that. It's Coop. <laughs> I was like, now please, everything please that's leave. gonna Yeah, everything that's gonna come out of your mouth after this is complete horseshit. <laughs> I can't trust it. And I, I and, and you're you're piercing my nipples right now, so I really just can't trust you with this whole Yeah. It's a sad, sad world when you can't trust the person at the um, your body, the piercing place. Your yeah. body mod yeah. artist. He just started all around me are familiar faces. Piercing place. <laughs> Why did that song? I'm I'm lost on that connection. I don't either. I don't pick that up either, Frank. 
You didn't pick it up. A, oh, sad world. Yeah, okay, I'm world. with you. Uh, Mad World, that's right. Yeah, okay, is that the, that was the Donnie Darko song, wasn't it? It was. It was also Gears of War. Uh, oh yes, it was. You know, mm-hmm. holy crap, that was a throwback. Fun fact about Brian: uh, my buddy Kevin in college got me hooked on playing Gears of War, and I have since played and beat every story mode on all Gears of War available. Wow, it's amazing. I, Who do you have to thank for that? Kevin, honestly, it's more Kevin to blame for that. Also. Bow. I, none of neither of you bowed, and I, I'm concerned about why you didn't bow your head. Would you like simply the best in my presence? Da, da, Parker, sal- da. Parker, saluting and looking in off in the distance. So I'll take that as that's uh, right. Uh, oh, maybe the best song then is "From a Distance." The world is round and blue. I think this is the point where we have to call out the fact that. Frank is still not drinking alcohol. Right? Are you, have you been? You you're not right. I saw you no, chugging on water. water. He's just naturally drunk all the time. Got it. It's, it's, he's, some people, you know, the story goes that uh, like Joey Diaz, Joey Coco Diaz, can just pull mm-hmm. a body high from the mm-hmm. amount of weed that he smoked and how his body stores weed in his in his fat cells. Yeah, oh wow! Frank does that, except his liver just cries alcohol from all the years of abuse and his, his liver just rings itself out and drunkens Frank on a regular basis. Keeps him wet. That's good. That's, oh, that's a good thing, Frank. Okay. Well, uh, Frank in Boston, Texas. Long time, first time, Frank. What's up? How are you? Hi. I'm Never gave you well. a proper intro. We villained you. Yeah, we did. I'm doing well. No, yeah, I'm drinking water, so there's not much to introduce. I did get a dishwasher today, though. Nice. You know, you know normally yeah, about, I, I would reggae horn that, but I feel like dishwasher gate's been going on with you for a hot minute. A long time. It's been, <laughs> I think it's, we've been living with this loud ass dishwasher for about almost two years now. Um, got it for 50 bucks. It served its purpose. But now, you know, now we're, uh, we're living that KitchenAid life. It's mm. a scratch and dent. Mm. Maybe you know but what? Does the job. I, I just don't like, I don't know. Fundamentally, I'll spend money on a fridge. I'll spend money on a range. I'll spend money on a, a a washing machine. I just don't like I, the only difference between a like $1500 dishwasher and a $500 dishwasher is the $500 one isn't as well insulated. The rest of yeah, it is just a fucking way. it's just a wash tub. So yeah. um the wife had a particular one in mind. Luckily, Lowe's had one that was, it's not, it's got a little dent in the middle of it, but. If you, is, you think she's going to withhold sex from you now because you got the stri- scratch and dent one? <laughs> no, no. She was the one who picked it out. It I was willing to buy the whole one you, and she was like, well, why don't we just shit. get this one? It would have been funny. It would have been funny. You should have married somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great if you'd have walked in like, which one do you want, honey? She's like, that one right there. You just kicked a shit out of the floor model and be like. This one, seems, this one seems fucked That's up. No, with this one. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did the, I did the, uh, the, the reverse psychology on her because she was like, "Yeah, but it does have a dent, and I don't know. I'm, I need to think about it." And da da da. And I was like, "Huh, just don't get it. It's fine. Like, we'll we'll get the whole mm. normal one. Just don't get it." You're like, you know, I don't want to. I'll, I'll, you know, I don't want to hear about this dent. And she was like, and she was like, "Oh, I don't complain about the dent." And I was like, "Well." Yeah, because nothing has a dent right now. But if it does have a dent, then you'd, you then know, you'd definitely notice it. I think you're going to be complaining. <laughs> so then she kind of started looking at other lights and shit. And she finally came back and she's like, 
found this old man who started like selling her the the dishwasher you know yeah. and he, the dude was like she was like well you know i'm thinking about getting this dishwasher and um, but it's got a dent in the middle and the guy walks over and he's like oh that's not a bad dent he goes listen i'm a very particular person and i would buy that <laughs> and it somehow convinced her i was like okay fuck it <laughs> let the particular salesman really i was like I this think- doesn't even make any sense anymore <laughs> I think that's going to come back to bite you. Uh, yeah, because we have on the cast. Six months or so. We have on the cast it, Mrs. Frank. Mrs. Frank, welcome. <laughs> when she's going to, when she's drawing up divorce papers, when reason's cited, it's not going to be irreconcilable differences. It's going to be dented one, one uh, dishwasher. One yeah. A is going to be dented dishwasher. One B is going to be that time that Frank shit his pants. And then that's mm-hmm. all the judge is going to need. He's like, hmm. A dent in the uh, shit. My, my word, son. You need to find your... <laughs> just the I, right say, I say, I say, <laughs> I shit on you. Sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> that's an office reference. Except shit. Uh-huh. Sit. Anyway. Hey, aren't you proud that I didn't do the uh, stained reference again? You know what? I didn't even notice it. Did I... I know. Did I, did I lead in with it and say it's been a while? Uh, no, but I am usually the dumb one that falls into the trap that says, yeah, it's been a while. Ah. And then Frank starts singing. It's a whole it's been a while. thing yeah. every time. There, well, there it is. He, yeah. He's the one that will watch someone else step in a bear trap and go, oh, what's that all about? And then step right in. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the one who set up the snare trap and then I, yeah. You're standing in it and Frank gets his usual too close for comfort distance from you and then y'all both get snapped up in it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> What's this pile of leaves with sticks sticking out of it conspicuously? <laughs> I, it seems like something I should jump into. <laughs> Frank fell so, in the hole again. <laughs> yeah, but our next, our next, uh, next appliance shopping is going to be for a f- refrigerator. So oh, that will not be a scratch and vent. That's why I asked okay. you about the fridge behind you. Gotcha. I mean, I thought that was a strange question. Well, I mean, you guys a- ever. Have you guys seen the? Uh, there's a new fridge out with a feature where you can like knock on the the that fridge is door. The dumbest shit. Yeah. Have you seen and the light turns yeah. on on the inside? And you clear. Yeah, that's like come on. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. That way, you can make sure there's not a salad dressing in there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and on that note, fool this man. I- that's why it's always been a while for me because I can only take so much. <laughs> once every six weeks. Fucking <laughs> A. My doctor said once every six weeks is what's best. For I me. knew that shit. But I knew some shit like that was coming. I just didn't know where it was gonna he- where it was gonna take me. But either way, I feel gross. Okay. Hold on. Did you inception us from the get go on that? Did you even buy a dishwasher today? No, he did. No, I did. You just I did. Get- no, okay, I, I thought you set it up real nice with appliance talk. <laughs> no, and then segued to their fridge. Frank's like, I'm a, new, I'm a new app developer. I develop up app appliances or some shit. No, he would have he would have messed it up somewhere in there. He's not that good. I, I will wow. give him I will give him this. He has done a five minute setup on a joke that I really helped him with. Like I I, I carried you along with like carried yeah. I went along with you, and then all of a sudden he hits me out of the blue. That would have been too good. I mean, I, wasn't that one about like a wedding planner or something? It was some bullshit. Like he caught me out of nowhere with ever, whatever his segue was. Uh, like you Brian had to seek counseling. 
Yeah. Brian didn't know. I mean, it was that bad. It was. Yeah. It was I, I, I right could... at the end of the cast, and about five minutes, Brian was so into it. I thought and we were going. So I, I was yes. That. I was yes, ending my way through the whole conversation, throwing mm-hmm. in tidbits, and then Frank, like the dog that he is, hit me. Just he he said, "Hey, what's that up there on the ridge?" And he just put both barrels right at the base of my neck and just fucking pulled the triggers. <laughs> didn't even see it coming. What's that, boy? Oh, look! Look down that hole. Look down that hole. I see he's gone. That was a good one. I remember that one. I was I, proud of him. I couldn't talk to fucking strangers, man. Like I, some dude asked me for money at a gas station. I was like, "Fuck you." Sorry, I'm very sorry. Did I tell? Oh, I was taking advantage of. Speaking of, did I tell you about the last time? Like it was right at the beginning of COVID nineteen and the old lockdown in North Texas happening, and I stopped to get gas at the shady Quick Trip in uh, just north of downtown Dallas. Ooh. No, Ooh. no. Oh, doggies. I'm paying at the pump and I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm pumping. I was like, I really got to take a piss. So let me run inside real quick. So I go kind of doing the old piss. I got a trot sh- uh, shuffle up to the up to the gas station. I, I thought I heard someone yell at me. I was like, yeah, probably talking to somebody else. Took a piss, came back out. Now homeless man was talking to me. He was standing by my car when I got back out and he's like, hey, man. You know, like I, I just, uh, you know, I just need to do doing instead of doing the old like I need a couple bucks thing. He said something to me that was like, "Dude, I have I have like two dollars in cash. You can have both. You know, whatever I have in cash, you can have it." And he was like, "Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot." It was like a genuine like moment. Okay. He then turned around while I was getting in my car and he goes, "He's like thanking me. He's like, thanks, man. I, I really tried to uh, be nice, but motherfuckers like him. And he's pointing at this guy in a full on suit standing by his Audi. And he's like, this motherfucker over here is going to try to call the cops on me. And I'm over here trying not to beat his ass and just ask him for money. I was like, I gave the money to the wrong person. Yep. No, I fucked up today. I gave the money to a crazy person. <laughs> I got in my car and just drove the fuck off as he was yelling at this man who is immaculately dressed standing by a car that I could never afford. I was like, well, I'm very sorry that you're having to deal with this, but I'm going to leave now. He says he's got $2. Maybe he can buy some scratchers. I don't know. Yeah, but isn't that uh, indicative of like what we all know is true? The more money people have, the less they donate. I mean, yes. Um, I saw it more as this uh, man who came up to me asking for money was also a fucking crazy person who was willing to yell <laughs> obscenities at anyone uh, for any reason, really. That's the way I took it. But yes, Parker, Dude, I see look, you. if my ball sack hadn't been washed in like six weeks either, I'd probably be yelling obscenities at strangers at Quick Trip. Especially because um, when it was, it was, it was like mid-March. It was cold as shit in mid-March. I was like, you know what? I'd probably right. yell at that dude, too. Honestly, as I was driving, I was getting on the interstate, trying to avoid eye contact with everyone around me. I was thinking to myself, <laughs> like, I kind of wish I had more cash, so I could have given that dude more money. <laughs> like, we could have really started nice. something. It would have been great. Yeah, you could have brought him home and been like, Mrs. Brian, um, he's going to be our live-in roommate for a while. Yeah, he does scream at people randomly. Like, Brian... Can I can I have a word with you in the other room, please? <laughs> All while not uh, losing sight of him because he might steal our TV. He's he's definitely stealing our TV. It's just depending on how long it takes him to do it, get it off the wall. Oh fucking a! All right. Uh, hey, so Frank, you're not drinking anything, right? I mean, you're drinking the no. the, the life giving force of H two O. I guess if you want to that's what I'm currently. Yeah, but I'm out. So I might have to refill here in just a minute. We'll just take <clears> piss <throat> into that bottle and just re- you become 100% efficient at that point. Yeah. Bear grills. Yep. Bear grills. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia taught me that. So 
Um, guys, I'm I'm going Blanco crazy over here. <laughs> oh, Parker's down. Parker has fallen. He's hit his head on the on the floor. Uh, I'm okay. drinking I'm drinking a uh, Real Ale Brewing Company Axis IPA. Okay, um, and an Andalusia. What is it? Andalusia Whiskey Company Striker, also out of Blanco, Texas. This is their single moat or uh, smoked single malt whiskey. Has like a little chaser, a little yin and yang, a duality of man. It's Saturday, you know, and I'm done with the shit that I have to do outside. So why not? Why not double up? <coughs> what did you do today, Brian? Outside? Uh, I went outside to drive two places. That's what I did outside, Frank. I realized wow. as I said that, I was like, mm, if the follow-up question comes, what did I do outside? It's going to sound really douchey when I say went to my car. Yeah, it's not seven hours of manual labor. Exactly. Somewhere. Hey, you know, Brian, Ryan, I, 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 I the, too took a shit today. One of the stops we made by the time we got back to the car, guys, the car had heated back up. Okay. Oh, oh boy, no. hey, it's so rough. Fucking disgusting Damn. out there. You should have left it running like all the cops do. You know what? I fucking can't stand that shit. So there are yeah. there is a police department out by my house that they went with the all black, black on black on black on black on black vehicles. Mm. You know, even where police, you know, the town yeah, and police a, name is in it's black. Like matte black. Yeah, yeah. It's sketchy yeah. as like, fuck. fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Well after, what the fuck happened over there? Did you open another beer? Cracked a beer. Oh, okay. Uh, it says, no beer left behind, right? uh, Yeah, uh, we haven't lost our minds completely. Anyway, uh, the police department kept this look for about a year, year and a half, Um, and I noticed a lot more white hoods started popping up on these all-black-on-black-on-black vehicles because they would leave them running out in the summer, and they would fucking overheat. Even brand-new, like, 2019, 2020, like, Explorers and Dodge Chargers, they would all fucking overheat. Okay, interessante, no? Mm-hmm. It's very it's like fun. A, I mean, design flaw in, in, in the least. Like, even if you're in, like, Death Valley, you should be able to leave your vehicle running. Yeah, yes and no. And not have it overheat you due also, to the color of the paint. You also have to remember that the, you know, black paint attracts more sun, more heat uh, into a place that should be dissipating heat quicker. Uh, yeah. And the accessories that those police vehicles have running on them do put way more of a strain on a an engine, yeah. more more so than like if sure. it was a, if they were diesel motors, they wouldn't have a fucking problem. They would run all day with whatever auxiliary shit you wanted to put on them. But so we, the, I feel like they could have just like gotten the little hoods with the vents in them. You could Parker, but those look like. I don't know. I was gonna make some racial comment, but honestly, the cops are fucking white bread like that. They're they're gonna get the Wonder Bread cars no matter what. They're gonna look like regular cars on the outside. I mean, they're the even the ones that have the the mini light bars that look like luggage racks on top of the mm-hmm. like, those yeah. pieces of shit. I fucking hate that. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what? This is coming from a person who honestly, my next vehicle purchase was going to be a retired police vehicle because they're fucking. They, they will run till the goddamn world stops turning. But if you find like a really nice like police explorer or a police uh, charger, they'll fucking run forever. However, I got to thinking about what that looks like because you have to take off everything. The bump, the push guards mm-hmm. off the front, 
you have to take off. You like, can't pit people. Yeah. So you well, they'll sell it to you with it on there. But the issue is like, if you want to drive around like without being an asshole, because that's what it boils down to. Like every time you turn down the block, people scatter. Oh yeah. Fucking cars slow down in front of you on purpose. Like, oh, I'm going to drive the speed limit. Like that was kind of nice though. Cause people just like part ways, you know? Yes. The road just becomes like not congested anymore because everybody dips off into neighborhoods. Yes and no. <laughs> the he, world is your oyster. Yeah, maybe that's it. You know what? To that point, uh, the so there's a. Are y'all familiar with the Cannonball Run? Yeah. Not just the movie, yeah. but the actual process of Cannonball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannonball Run running. Try to from go from New York to L.A. New York to L.A. Oh, under as fast as possible. Home. And some people did it recently. Yep. And they, they've been doing it since 2018. They've been doing it pretty regularly. Somebody uh, like set the, the new reason, record, right? Yeah, somebody. Said yeah, the, but the COVID, the COVID ones are going to come with an asterisk, apparently. No, they're not because well, the, the highways they're hitting are not not slowed down any more than usual. Because the other thing is, when they've done the cannibal runs in the past, they've done it at times of like hol- in holiday seasons, like when traffic oh, is okay. typically lower, or overnight stretches where really traffic is not that big of a deal anyway. It's not a big component. But the one who set the most recent record in a four door sedan was done in a fake cop car. It was done in like a. Uh, it wasn't a. It wasn't a re, like redesign you know, or a uh, an auction cop car. It was a car specifically built to look like a police vehicle. And to your point, smart. Parker, that's kind of that was their that was their thought what they went with, and then they set that record. <laughs> yeah. So that is pretty <laughs> smart. It is. Uh, dude, they you want to like if you ever want to like look into more of these things, there's a channel on YouTube called Vinwiki V I N W I K I, and it's the dude I think I've talked about him on here. His name's Ed Bullion. He used to work at a Lamborghini dealership in Atlanta, and he got really into Cannonball runs, and so he hmm. he bought an E63 uh, Mercedes Benz. It was like one of those like weird models in the early. I saw 2000s. that one. I've seen that one. Yeah. So he took it. They, he, his challenge was build, do it under a certain dollar amount. Okay. Like the vehicle couldn't cost over a certain dollar amount. He did it. Uh, he even painted the front, the front bumper and the back lid, uh, like, uh, the, the trunk and bumper. He painted all of those in radar adhering or radar absorbing paint. <laughs> So that when Kyle, like uh, speed, whatever the fuck am I calling uh, radar radars, whatever yeah, yeah. Speed radars would just would fuck up their reading. It's stealth. Yeah, basically wow. that was that was their concept, and they realized the amount of paint that they would have to put on their car to absorb the amount of radar, like uh, to disrupt the radar reading, it would have cost them like two hundred thousand dollars in this fucking paint. <laughs> Just to just to make their car work, and at that point, the paint was actually going to weigh the car down too much. <laughs> like, like that's how ridiculous. That's crazy. Well, don't they? They have like Smokey and the Bandit, like spotters, you know, right, leading the way, and then they radio back, like, "Hey, there's a pig at mile 14 or whatever." Like, so there's a guy in upstate New York who's done the Cannonball Run a couple times, who has commissioned personal like pilots or pilots for personal planes to fly over Mm -hmm. and give that reading. And the dude had a special marking on the top of his car so that the plane could just see it quickly and then realize that's where he's at. Let's look ahead X amount of miles and let him know of things. He did that and that worked okay for him. Um, But what people have like mostly done is just run it and use multiple radar detectors, slow up where they can uh, and just move forward. And like every time they come into like a big city, they may hop on Reddit and build like they have uh, Reddit Reddit forums out there for people who want to. Uh, I forget what they call them, pilot cars or some shit like that. that. Basically, guide them in and out of major cities. 
Um, they really do that. Yeah. It's really That's cool. fucking interesting. It's also really interesting that, you know, Ed Bolian, when he did his with his Mercedes, he put like a fucking 50 gallon gas tank in his car <laughs> so that he could drive like three or four times the manufacturer's <laughs> gas tank limit. Like he would drive that much farther. So you have to refuel. But the first time he did it, uh, his fuel pumps didn't work. <laughs> so he was just sitting with like fucking, you know, hundreds of pounds worth of fuel in the back of his car, weighing the, f- the back of it down. So the front was oh, just wow. catching air the entire time. He's like, this mm. isn't working at all. <laughs> yeah. So he should have distributed like a 25 gallon tank in the front and 25 in the back or some shit. Well, I mean, as it loose, as it lessens up, basically what they did was they put ride, uh, ride adjustment or ride, a- ride height adjustments on the vehicle to where the back set flush no matter how much weight was back there. Oh, like there's extra springs, but leaf springs or something back there. Air ride suspension. So it just, basically Oh shit. That was, dude, I, I drove like a 94, um, what was it? It was like an Oldsmobile there for a while in high school and it had that air ride old person suspension. Oh shit. It yeah. was so legit. Did it have like little lights on it where you hit the button oh. up? It like lit up as it was going higher or lower? Um, I don't recall that, no, but I do remember there's this like real shitty bridge by my house and it was like a subpar contractor that was hired and it's just really bouncy and you hit that with that uh, old car and like you just just float like a truck driver. You're just like, you just, <laughs> it was awesome. My brother, my brother had a an eighty something diesel powered Cadillac Eldorado, okay, and that had air ride suspension oh, wow. on it, and it had lights. I mean, this is in the 80s. wait. Was Eldorado uh, Ford's version of the El Camino? No, no, no. Uh, um, that was an El Rancho or El some Rancho, shit. Yeah, El Ranchero or some shit like that. Yeah, okay. No, the Eldorado was like the flagship line for Cadillac for a while, and this was a two door mm. two door diesel boat, and it had air ride suspension on it. And if you like, hit the button to make it go up, these lights lit up and nothing fucking happened. I'm going to be honest with you. I stood outside the car, looked, was like, okay, hit it up. Push it as far as it'll go. And then fucking nothing happened on the car. I was like, I, I, don't, think, I don't think anything happened. Like we're jumping up <laughs> on the bumper and it's moving just as much as if it was like all the way down. It was like, I think this is bullshit. Anyway. Yeah. My brother wrecked that car, so it didn't matter. Um, enough car talk. Sorry to bother you guys in car talk. Uh, There's such car buffs here on Nobody. <laughs> Parker just said I drove a '94 Oldsmobile something, and it had yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just gonna, yeah, we're just we're missing uh get new brake pads, replace the overhead cam, oh, uh, windshield wiper fluid. What else? Um, <laughs> blinker fluid, muffler bearings also need to be yeah. fixed. Uh, yeah. Holy shit! Did you? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't. I don't know shit about cars. Like, <laughs> not shit. How, how you? You haven't had any like like thousand dollar plus checkups on your old bins, have you? No. Okay. I like. I know enough not to be scammed. Okay. Um, sure. But it's it's like hey. when it comes to <laughs> hey, can you replace your own brake pads? Fuck no. No yeah. fucking way! Like I resort really? to my brothers, who are very mechanically inclined for that. Yeah, uh, that does save me a lot of money. I I buy, I buy the the materials and then pay them, you know, a hundred bucks, and it's like I'm still coming out three hundred to the good. Dude, brake yeah. pads are some of the easiest things to change on a car. Like that will save you the most amount of money. They're super simple. You can do them with fucking hand tools. They're so mm. easy to change. Nice. 
Yeah. Uh, on the car talk, let's let's just extend this because we're here. I know you were trying to get away from it, but I was. I, I, saw, I, I thought saw about Frank you, Frank, vision. yesterday. Um, well, I mean, I think about you every day, but hmm. yesterday specifically, <laughs> I was wondering if you were ever going to take uh, delivery of that Tesla you put a grand down on like four years ago. What happened yeah, to that? That's when I decided to get the Mercedes instead. The, the Tesla is, the Model 3 is really small. Um, so I've decided against the Model 3. If I do, once this car, because um, I, I leased this one just in case I didn't like it enough. So once this one's done with the lease, I have to decide whether I want to buy this or go um, get something else. I might take go a look with, again at Tesla at that point. I don't know. Go with the Audi. And, so did you get your money back? Yeah. They give you your money back. Okay. Well, that's good at least. You know what, yeah. Parker? I thought the same thing, and I continue to think the same thing, and I know Frank has told me what happened with it a, a while back, mm -hmm. and I still wonder the same thing every time I pass a Tesla, <laughs> a Tesla 3, because there's there's like yeah. one on my way out of my neighborhood that I see parked on the street every day. I'm like, I wonder if Frank ever got his money back on that. And I was like, <laughs> I probably should yeah. ask him, and then I forget every time. So thank you for actually asking. I can. You're welcome. I can stop. Hey, do you guys... Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh... Did you guys remember that picture I sent whenever we went to Colorado um, of the Tesla charging stations at this Holiday Inn Express? Uh, yes. A Tesla bus parked out front that was going coast to coast. I'm sure it's like a promo because that's been the biggest drawback and the biggest um, thing that Tesla has had to overcome is people saying, well, I can't get in my Tesla and drive to fucking Maryland. And they're saying, well, we're strategically placing charging stations every X amount of you know, 400 miles or whatever it may be across the country. And this bus was going like um, across the country. It was a, a battery powered bus. And so they were, you know, it, I'm sure, like I said, you know, the whole bus was wrapped and they had a couple of Tesla like tail vehicles that were following. And it was kind of cool, though. It was like, um, you know, they're trying to say, hey, look, you can road trip in a Tesla. Holy shit. It's I, not I, just for driving across town. I, That's I, cool. I went back to our Telegram uh, media thread to find that uh, that picture that you were talking about. I, I completely missed this. That's fucking wild. Yeah, it was kind of neat. It was like, uh, where did we stay? Just, just before the Colorado line. I'm more concerned we about the steak and shake that's behind Arlington. the charging stations. Yeah. Uh, bet your ass that we ate there. I can't. I fucking always do this. I like steak and shake. I what's, like steak and shake. What's the other steak and place? It's uh, something. Uh, Freddy's. No. Freddy's. No. Uh, no. I mean, it's got like steak or in the name. Yeah, like, and, and it also like name. rhymes. Yeah. It's what like, is that? Uh, I think it's like uh, cut and shit or something like that or. Uh, it's got a uh, got an ampersand in it as well. Sear sear and steer or some shit. You know what I'm talking about. I, don't fucking know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Anyhow, what are you trying trying to remember which one you hate and which one you can yeah, tolerate? Yeah, I always get them confused. I think steak and shake is okay, yeah. but I don't know. I, I fucking can never remember. One you like one has like is more like just a straight fast food joint. The other, which is steak and shake, you go in and you're seated and you have a um, actual server. It tends to you. Mm. 
Mm. How long ago did you send this picture of the Tesla? It was like well, uh, June thirtieth, probably June twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Okay, I should be getting close. <laughs> I should be getting close. <laughs> Brian found it. Hey. I see it. Yeah, I see it. I went. I went to the media section of No Real. Oh yeah, that's nice. You can just scroll to the yeah. Whatever. I can scroll to it. I can yeah. go past all the shit. The the videos. Are of you me. sure you're not thinking of Shake Shack? Da, that's Shake the one. Shack, Shake yeah. Shack. You know it's what? got no, no stake in the name, but okay. It's no. <laughs> Whatever. It's one of the two words in the previous statement. Frank, I need yep. you to be on my team here. I need you to be he on my team. He was 50% side. right. Yeah, kind 50% of. 50% right. He had shake right. Yeah, I had he shake had right. Shake well, he didn't call it Michael J. Fox's place, and then y'all would have fucking gotten upset. So, mm. shake shack. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here it comes. <laughs> What are you drinking? Uh, you're still doing F- <laughs> F5 there, Parker? Uh, yes, I I love this beer. Is that a, is that a Costco special or a, a Sam special? Well, uh, normally, so the old lady. Um, the old lady. That's, that's uh, this old lady that I actually pay to go to Costco for, so it's oh, not my wife. That makes sense. Uh, that tracks. <laughs> The old lady picks me up. Well, she used to pick up two 12-packs, and and now she does about a monthly Costco run. Now she gets four 12s. Oh, boy. Um, That's two cases. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. And But still, it's it's about for the price of what you would pay for one at a, a liquor store. I really have to apologize for me screaming out the math of, That's two cases. Like I, That was smart, dude. You were just can't on figure it. that out. I was getting another beer. Fucking rain, man. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I got my moments. You know what I mean? I got moments. Uh, so, no, but this one was not. This was a... Um, I went to a friend's daughter's birthday party this morning and had to get a present for her. So, so you bought this her was a me buying a six-pack of F5 at 9.30 this morning while also buying a children's toy <laughs> and some personal lubricant. Ladies and gentlemen, oh I can't stress to you enough how wonderful this story is coming out of a shirtless man in his kitchen. Uh, it's just great. <laughs> went to a girl, well, little girl's birthday party this morning and had to buy a fucking six-pack. You know how it goes? Oh, don't mind my nipples. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the... The preludes to a Chris Hansen to catch a predator special. Please, quaaludes. It's the quaaludes to a Chris oh, Hansen yeah. special. <laughs> I, I did think about quaaludes there. I mean, how how often do you get to use that word? I got. Prelude. I thought of quaaludes today when I was walking into Walmart. I don't know why, Ooh. but I, was I think like, of pre- quaaludes when I think of Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's good. Because that was his like drug of choice, apparently. Quaaludes. I like anytime I think of Wolf of Wall Street, I think of ludes, and uh, that makes me happy. Ludes. Ludes, yeah, the short for Quaaludes. Oh, okay, right yeah. on. Yeah, it's what he took when he got in his white Lamborghini Countach car talk and then drove to the uh, country club to make that phone call. You guys have seen Wolf of Wall Street, correct? Yeah, okay. doesn't it start out with him, like, finger-blasting somebody? I, you know <laughs> no, what? I, don't, I, I, haven't, so. I haven't seen it long enough to say no <laughs> definitively. <laughs> but, um, Dude, there's a movie with DiCaprio, I swear. Maybe. Oh, you're thinking of what's eating Not Gilbert Grape? What's <laughs> eating Gilbert Grape? Yes, the big fat lady um, was. Yeah, sorry. I get, I I get those mixed up. Gilbert 1992 Grape. versus 2014. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> no, Quaaludes is what <laughs> Quaaludes is what he was on when he got into his white Lamborghini Countach and drove to the to the um, the country club to make that phone call, and he was remembering it like he was all cool and collected. When in reality, oh. he's like crawling back to his yeah. Lamborghini, and he like kicks the door open and drags himself in, and then just wrecks it on the way home. Yeah, don't. I do need drive. to rewatch that. Dude, that movie is great. I remember the first time I watched it. I think my daughter had, was just born or my wife was about to, like she was about to get here. And I just remember it was late night. I was watching HBO and it was on. And I was like, this is the shit I am in. And then like I fell asleep halfway through and then I woke up about that Quaaludes moment. I was like, I've really got to rewatch this now because I feel like I missed a whole lot because it was good after that. But you know. Did you ever rewatch it? Oh yeah, I watched it like four or five times. I think I even might have bootlegged it after that. But yeah. It's oh, hey, uh, quick interjection here on the note of uh, you were talking about your daughter about to be here or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, way to just completely take a fat dump on Willem's parade the other night whenever he was about to announce that he was having a child. I, didn't, like, I didn't know. <laughs> I know, you couldn't have known. I felt like such but, an asshole. <laughs> like, uh, end of days, doom time, <laughs> life's over, this place sucks balls. You should totally not bring a human into this world. <laughs> but uh, that's what I was going to announce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hindsight, I wish you would have dropped me a little bit of a heads up. Um, <laughs> but he said it even, like, if you if you listen back, he said it ahead of time. He's like, oh, it may be pretty fitting for today. That he, yeah. I was like, well, okay, we're going to go this route. There is a there is a French movie called La Fin du Monde, and it is about the end times. As a matter of fact, uh, it is about fallen angels who come back to earth and saw off their own angel wings so that they could be a part of the journey back to hell at the end of the world times. Anyway, it's a, like, huh. it's a, it's a dark ass fucking movie, but Mrs. Brian had to watch it for a film class in college. And I subsequently had to watch it in college for her film class. Uh, and I just remember watching it going, wow, this is fucking dark. And I'm like drinking modite. I'm like, this is great. This is fantastic. And then I was like, Oh, the same people who make this make, La Fendu motherfucker. Are you kidding me? Like this is this this beer's gonna make me feel like sawing off my angel wings because, you know, I'm heavenly. Anyway. You are Frank and you've been touched by an angel, like the ninety sitcom. And I'm pretty sure that angel touched me too. Uh, you should go start your own necklace line and jewelry. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's her name? Kendra Scott. No. No, the good-looking lady from Touched by an Angel. <laughs> oh, God. The Irish lady? What is her name? <sighs> Fuck me. Uh, now we're getting into this. I don't know, but do you think there's... Surely somebody has made a porn called Touched by an Angel. I'm wondering because I'm searching right now. Roma Downey. No. Roma Downey. Is it Roma Della, Downey? Della Reese. Della Reese is the old black lady who is in <laughs> Touched by yeah. an Angel. No, it's Roma Downey. Roma Downey. Is it Roma Downey? Roma Downey is yeah, the Irish like, lady. Are you sure it's her? Does she have her own? Val- Valerie uh, Bertinelli. Valerie Bertinelli has her she's own. She's Gloria. She has her own wine line. And also, she uh, fucked the dude from uh, Roll- uh, Guns oh, N' Roses. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and also has a baby. Yeah, she's got a she's got her butterfly necklace that she sells at Bloomingdale's. Wait, Roma Downey does? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And she's got like these intertwining hearts, too, that are so unique. Okay. Just, wow. Her, her fucking... Yes. Her, her yes. filmography is straight out of Sunday school, man. This is something else. 
This lady. She wrote a book. She wrote a book called Box of Butterflies. Box of Ooh. Butterflies? Mm-hmm. That's Irish like, actress. Oh, you know what? Net worth of twenty million. She's doing something right. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Parker, yeah. if you look at my IMDb page, I've got a net worth of like twenty grand. So we're not that far <laughs> off. Okay. Okay. That's including that's assets. Zeros. That's including assets and debt, as if it weren't debt. Okay. So it's fine. We're fine. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. Brian. Brian adds his uh, access to credit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, a, a, a capital based one, on my credit report, I'm worth seven hundred thousand dollars. Listen here, Capital One wouldn't send me those loan opportunities if I wasn't yeah. good for it. Okay, so want you check yourself before you wreck yourself. All right, we'll extend your credit line to twenty five thousand dollars so you can wreck your fucking life. I have so. Uh, back in uh, about this time last year, I was uh, uh, invested in making. Uh, some changes in my life creatively. Uh, it's when I bought my laptop and I bought my camera, I bought some other shit to help both improve this that you're listening to. Hopefully you can tell a fucking improvement, uh, but also an improvement to my daily life. And at that point, I was like, well, I can't afford this, so I'm definitely going to buy it on B&H photo credit and then subsequently paid that off. Thank you very much. I'll take your applause now. Anyway, yeah. so uh, a couple weeks ago, Having not made a B and H photo payment in quite some time, thanks to COVID, you just throwing shit. Wait, 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 time out. No, there's a trash can back there. I'm okay, I thought you're just throwing what is a B and H. B and H photo is one of the oldest photography. It's one of the oldest, uh, yeah, uh, photography and like uh, uh, camera shops in the country, uh, and it's run by Hasidic Jews, and they run shit. Like, if you want to place an order on a holiday, on a high holiday, you can go fuck yourself. They don't give a shit. Also, what's cool about them, if your payment is due on a high holiday, they don't give a shit. They're like, we'll take it after. You fucking, you do you. Wait, we, we go by this, we go by this calendar, and this is the calendar we go by. B&H Photo well, rules. Your hair is really neat, too. Uh, they do have Cannot forget hair. that. I will say this. Dealing with their customer service in person, <laughs> some of the best fucking customer service I've ever dealt with. Because I told, like, I told one guy, I was like, hey, this light stopped working. Like, I've had it for only two weeks, and it stopped working. He's like, get out of here. We can't have that. That won't happen. You know what? We're going to take care of it. Here's the here's the shit. Like, he literally sent everything wow. to me. No questions asked. Anyway, long story Good short. For them. Uh, about, about two weeks ago. I'm not going to bless you for that. That's the devil escaping you. You are already blessed, okay? Uh, about two, three weeks ago, I get a, a message from him like, hey, your fucking untouchable credit line that you definitely cannot afford has been extended due to your like high customer quality, customer rating, and all this other stuff. I'm like... <laughs> You son of a bitch. And like they put in some suggested items that fall within that credit score or, you know, within my credit line. And they're all shit that I've been looking at. I was like, whatever, whatever algorithms you're using with your website are working. Because I was like, you know what? That $10,000 camera, maybe I can buy it and pay it off. I'm like, no, you dumbass. No, there's no fucking way. You can't shoot enough hard seltzer videos to pay off this $10,000 camera. <laughs> it's not going to fucking happen. Your videos are looking. Looking pretty pretty sweet though. That cigar one the other night was pretty legit. I so I think that you should double down and go with the 10K camera. Parker, I'm just saying. Parker, you can go fuck yourself. No, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> you're sitting in your kitchen without a shirt on. You're not my my financial advisor at the moment. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a certified Parker assistant. Have you, have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> What a manoush. <laughs> Crack yourself up. On the- <laughs> Got the cart before the horse. <laughs> Acronyms have never been one of my strong suits. 
certified Parker accountant. And then he starts fucking laughing. Yeah. Um, Got his ass. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking owned him. Shit. Um no, what I was what I was saying is is I forgot. God, I forgot. <laughs> oh, is that a B and H camera photo? No, I was taking a screenshot of you giving me huh. financial advice without a shirt on and everyone else. <laughs> nice. Do you want me to move this microphone so you can get a shot of the egg? Actually, hold on the, yeah, let me, <laughs> the let me, egg. Let me pin this bad boy and then we'll right, give hey, give it give us a big toothy grin. There we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> Oh, this is great. This is going up on my wall behind me. This will go it's, up on uh, it's at least a good training bra strat status. <laughs> Here's my favorite thing. It's not affecting your talk at all. If I was sitting here shirtless, definitely would affect my talk. I have, I have one extra button undone, and I'm already feeling oh, like I don't know. I don't know. I'm like Burt Kreischer. I just perform better with my shirt off. That motherfucker, Burt Chrysler, whenever he comes onto the stage... <laughs> And takes his shirt off within the first five minutes. I fucking yeah. him and Tom Segura talking about anything. I'll fucking listen. Oh, I love it, dude. They're, I fucking love it. I love your mom's house podcast with Tom and Christina too. <laughs> I like the and fact then, that when you tell somebody like, "What are you listening to?" and you're like, "Oh, your mom's house podcast," mom's and they're like, "Fuck you too." Like, <laughs> like, no, it's yeah. your mom's house. No, oh, no. Burt Chrysler. Burnt Chrysler. You remember? Did I tell you all about the time I I went through the Taco Bell drive-through by my house drunk one night, and I referred <laughs> I referred to the people who worked there as mommy the entire time, nice. and then when they I got my food, I was like, "Jeans, you've made my night so mommy much. Like, I, you've you've really affected me. You keep them high and tight, and you keep moving on. All right, all right, night jeans." <laughs> and I like blew them a kiss. It was fucking great. Uh, I love the dude. The Come over and you Cobra. can spit on me and piss on me and shit on me. I like what a, I like the people who make art that just has Burt Cry uh, that has Tom Segura's face and says piss, piss on me, beat me. And they went and interviewed him. <laughs> listen, for those of you who don't fucking know what Parker and I are talking about, go listen to your mom's house podcast. I don't give a shit. It's fucking great. And unlike Joe Rogan, who honestly, that's how I found out about Tom and Christina. Mm -hmm. Like, unlike their show, he or un unlike Joe Rogan's show, they do not take themselves seriously about anything. And most importantly, they'll even tell you, you should go check this out yourself. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, I the other day I watched that, that video of that, uh, that Asian man being run over by the car. That Tom always laughs at. That <laughs> Tom always dies laughing. I fucking. Christina's like, you're a fucking sick individual. I dude. love that video so much. Ah, <laughs> ah, it's fucking he hilarious. Smashed up but here's the deal. He's fine. He's standing up by the end of the video. It's yeah. all cool. The one that I really love is the guy, the National Geographic video, uh, where he's in the cave and he's like, I'm stepping in some thick bat guano and I'm trying to find this python. This python's in here buried under this guano and just got to, and he's like feeling under the water. Like he's in like waist high water with another guy who I'm going to go ahead and say it. Cause Frank's not on mic. He's from South Africa. He has to be because he has no emotion. And he's like, yeah, just try to go for the head, try to control the head. It'll be fine. And this dude who's like, we're trying to find this giant, this giant python. 
here. He's got big teeth. And about the time he's talking about it, he gets bit in the leg by this fucking python. He's like, oh, I got a, I got a bad bite. Oh, I got a real bad bite. Oh, I have seen that. It's so fucking funny listening to him talking about how bad this python bite is. And he refers to it as a python, not a python. And the entire time, just fucking, ah, I got a bad bite. And everybody's trying to help get this snake off this dude's leg from underwater. And he's like, he's trying to narrate to the fucking camera that's rolling. Cause he's like, Oh, people are going to want to hear what I'm experiencing. He's like, Oh, I got a real bad back. And he <laughs> like forgets that he's got a fucking bite. And he's like, got a bad back. Got a real bad bite here. I'm like, wait, yeah. hold on. You got a bite? F all of that. And bat poop in a cave looking for a snake that could kill you. Uh, he's probably, that's probably the cure to fucking COVID-19. Honestly, you just got to rub some bat guano and a snake bite. And you'll fucking be fine. You'll get at least three months antibodies. You'll be fine. Be Probably shit like that. Anyway, that you know, uh, shit crazy. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Um, well, that's where that you know that the origin of that, right? Has somebody ate bat shit? No, because bat guano is like very lucrative, uh, especially back in the day. Like the makeup industry still uses a ton of it in their in their stuff. And then it can also be used as like fertilizer, and then like you can even like, I'm not mistaken, I completely maybe talking about my out of my ass here, but maybe used as like an explosive, oh, yeah. or some shit. Maybe it, it, anyhow. So it was a like whenever people started getting wise to this, they go seek out caves, and um, like you'd go like that was your bat shit, and motherfucking crazy. Crazy Frank would defend his bat shit by all means. <laughs> that makes sense. It was bat shit crazy. That makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. And there's also like, I don't know if it, uh, anyhow, dude, yeah. Uh, like Tom says, go look it up for yourself. But uh, I, I'm, I've got you in the ballpark. Um, Kopi, Kopi Luwak is the coffee bean that is uh, eaten by bats and then pooped. Oh, the and then pooped, yeah. And then that's what they make uh, really high-end, expensive, expensive coffee with. Apparently, bats don't have good digestive systems, so joke's on you, dipshit. <laughs> mm. No? Okay. Mm. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, tough crowd. Frank, it's, after, it's an afternoon uh, cast. Frank, <laughs> it is an afternoon cast. I didn't know what to I'm going to go get another... F14 uh, by co-op and going to urinate. So you, you two talk about boys and hit each other with pillows for a couple minutes. Okay, sounds good. We'll do that. We'll hit, it will hit boys with pillows. Frank, there's something that you wanted to talk about at the beginning of the cat, or you know, before we started recording that I completely forgot already. Oh, yeah. I'm very sorry. I forgot about it too. No worries. Um, yeah, let's quickly, right? So this black is beautiful beer. Oh, shit. That's what it was. <laughs> Can you can you quickly go through what it is like? So I know, are they all supposed to be brewing the same recipe? Okay, so yeah, it is something that I meant to talk about weeks ago because this has been going on since Memorial Day. Um, <laughs> honestly, so Black is Beautiful is a it's a collaborative brew uh, that was started by um, the head brewer at Western Sun Brewing and Western Sun or Weathered Souls. Jesus Christ. Weathered Souls Brewing <clears throat> out of uh, San Antonio. Okay. Um, so the head brewer there, Marcus, is a black man. I know it's 
it's out there. It's wild, <coughs> but people are black in this oh, world. No, it's, um, did he send you a picture to confirm this? I don't know his. I don't, what did the fucking racist at Founders say? I don't know his lineage. Yeah, no. I don't know his lineage. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't want to take motherfucker. I just want to take this time out. I just want to take this time out. Fuck Founders. Still, anyway. No, the good the good people at Weathered Souls, Marcus being one of the uh, head brewers there, he decided he was going to make a Black is Beautiful beer. Okay. Oh, boy. Parker is, did not mute himself he before was not he said that. No. No, so, he did not. <clears throat> so Weathered Souls decided to put out, you're right, Frank, he put out a recipe um, for a, an approximate 10% uh, Imperial Stout. And, wow. I don't know how you it's get not that violent. I've cracked so many of these it's on this podcast. So, Fuck off. It's so loud. It's like it's the no. perfect place in your like for reverb. It just comes off as I'm here, I'm All open, right. and I'm ready to chug. Anyway, so Lo siento. So so uh Weathered Souls put out this this recipe to any brewer who wanted to brew it with them. Uh and with the intention of that if it's a professional brewer, they would sell it and all all proceeds Hmm. here's where it gets weird. I don't know if it's all proceeds or all profit. Um, it's basically uh, okay. a way to raise money for the... Yeah, I'd imagine it's profit. I, I don't think, think breweries are in the business of just giving money away. Right. It's a portion it's, of the proceeds. Well, and that's the other <laughs> we thing. We don't tell you how, how much that portion is. Point well, zero zero one. Y'all, y'all jumping ahead now. You're correct. I... Um, but the, the, the theory is that... Um, so a brewery here in Denton that... I'm sorry, Troy. In Denton, the, who brewed this, Armadillo. I'm pointing to their sign behind me. Um, Armadillo brewed it, and all of, all the money that they, all the profits they made on the beer, went to the local chapter of the NAACP. And they, Weathered Souls, encouraged people and brewers across the country to like any uh, this beer that they sold with the Black is Beautiful label, that all money be donated to a Black charity, a Black uh, like uh, civil improvement movement, uh, whatever it may be, uh, in like in their areas. So in other words, like they're not just putting money. It's not like a, uh, we get a hurricane relief beer where all money goes to the Red Cross. Like it's not that. It's going to yep. affect and positively change local communities and most importantly, people of color in those local communities. So that was the original, uh, the original, uh, uh, like intention. intention. Yeah, correct. Um, in that time, since since like mid June, beginning of June, when this happened. Uh, like when this started, like this literally has grown into a multinational like event. So now there are 1140 breweries participating in black is beautiful. According to the black is beautiful dot beer website, all 50 States in the United States and 21 countries are participating in this. So like, I mean, and that's not just like little breweries, uh, are in and around Texas, like 12 Fox beer in dripping Springs, Texas, Frank. I didn't know that Twelve Fox beer was a thing, but they're brewing. A, they're brewing a Black is Beautiful beer. Two Town Cider House, the Cider House in Corvallis that Derek turned me on to, they're brewing a Black is Beautiful beer. Um, like it, it, it goes down to the smallest companies. The largest Allagash out of Portland, Maine, is brewing a Black. Been is there. Beautiful. I've been there. And they're like they're amazing. Unfortunately, they- I'm going to go ahead and call this out. Founders Brewing is also brewing a Black is Beautiful beer. Oh, that's so insulting. Which, yes, wow. to those of us No Beer Left Behind followers and followers of all things not fucking racist and, and including anti-racist find that fucking offensive. But nonetheless, 
Um, they are participating in the Black is Beautiful movement. Frank, is there a beer that you've had that's called, been called Black is Beautiful? Yeah. So also, just so everybody's aware, there's a there's a standard label you have to put on the beer as well, mm-hmm. um, and then they put the breweries kind of in the bottom right corner. If so, you want to, if you want to look at what that looks like, you can check out our Instagram page at No Beer Left Cast on Instagram. Yeah. And if you look a, f- a few weeks back, I posted a Black is Beautiful beer um, a picture with Weathered Souls and Armadillo's uh, mashup. So um, yeah, so it's kind of cool, right? Like you see him, it, it, it's a little bit. Um, because you can't discern from the label, you really don't know if you've had that particular black is beautiful or not. So it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I had, I had the nine Oh three version last night and it is the sweetest stout Mm. I've ever had in my life. It was, um, it was very poorly made. Wait, hold on. You mean to tell me that a 903 beer was poorly made, Frank? It tasted like dog shit. What? It was not good. The wife couldn't even finish it, and she loves stouts. Do you? Okay. Um, how many of those did you purchase, and from where did you Just purchase Just one. one. Just one. It was here at Los Olivos in, in Buda. Okay. I, I didn't, like, you know, I think, I think the beer was like six bucks. Which um, is, I mean... For a ten percent stout, six bucks a twelve a twelve ounce can, not crazy expensive, honestly. Not the not the high end of beers. Yeah. No, and, but, and additionally, also like, was it? Wait, hold on. Was it a pour or was it a? In a no, bottle? it was in a can. It was in a can. In a can. Okay. Tall boy. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. So I was like, okay, six bucks. You know, part of it goes to charity. Cool. Um, and I just wanted to try it, figuring. People weren't fucking with the recipe. Mm. Um, this tasted like it, it was as bad. So if if any of the listeners listened to the very very early days of No Beer Left Behind, we had a a uh, two what the hell was a brewery two two something turning point. They had a vanilla porter. Uh, no 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 no. I will, Who was I, it? I will, I, Turning Point did not make a vanilla porter that we didn't like. Who was it? It wasn't a vanilla porter. It was oh. a creme brulee stout. <laughs> creme brulee stout. That's right. It was, was it te- was Southern Tier? Southern Tier's creme brulee. Well, that wasn't yeah. my sticky toffee whatever. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The sticky okay. toffee was fine. That was that good. Was actually not bad at all. <laughs> I need to revisit that. <laughs> Thank like, you for that reminder. Parker's I'm like, excited. you're not going to shit on my sticky toffee right yeah, now. Yeah, that was like out of England, I believe. Yeah, it was yeah. Wells, Wells Brewing. They still make, they, they're the ones who also make Wells banana breads uh banana pudding or whatever thank you frank um so who was it sorry so so the actual beer that was fucking terrible was southern tears creme brulee stout it was terrible and there's way too much fucking vanilla in it it was gross i remember that yeah okay but immediately when these when this black is beautiful from 903 hit my lips i was like oh man it was it was not vanilla but it was like that same level of shit stout making. God like I was just, mm. I knew it was bad and here's I wasn't going to do it. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to clear something up right now. Uh, Southern tier does not make bad stouts. That beer is overly vanilla and not, not something very good. That the difference being 903 has never made a fucking good beer. I'll fucking say it. They're goddamn terrible. Sorry. I, yeah. So I, I mean, Southern tier, I haven't had tons of their stouts. I've had the one and, that stout was, I mean, think about top five worst beers you've ever had. 
All five right. of them have been made by 903. No, uh, I mean, or, okay, so on or this, Community Beer Company. Yeah, no, community that's, just, that's, just Fra- that's just Frank with their goddamn funnel cake beer, mm-hmm. which I agree is not good. <laughs> they do not make bad beer. That one beer is not well. I'm not a, a huge community idea. beer fan. Like uh, community's fine. It's I, I think it's pretty pretty middle of the road. Community beer. makes think- community makes amazing amazing ESB. <laughs> Like oh okay it's year round available so that's why I will stand up and fight for your community. Is it in? Is it, it, it? Is it canned? It's canned. It's bottled. It's in fucking kegs. It's wherever you can find it. It's fucking good. They always make it. Okay. That's the thing. Nine oh three always makes bad beer, and that's the thing. You remember Ogre? You brought that for my birthday, I believe it was. Uh, and Parker was here for that cast because it was the cast that we had like nine people around my kitchen island, and you mm-hmm. busted open that waxed capped bottle of mm-hmm. ogre and when you brought it you were so happy for it and i hated i hated the look on your face because you were so proud of that beer because i knew what was <laughs> under that fucking cap and i was like you don't you fucked my friend you fucked my friend he didn't know what he was buying i know what he bought he didn't know and you know what for that 903 you can always be fucked forever yeah that was probably I, like a 14 dollar beer or something it wasn't it was not cheap i, I know that. can't remember well, you but a, yeah it was a disappointing beer and you bought it through taver too it wasn't like a fucking a, a liquor store pickup mm. you had to pay shipping nope. on that shitty beer and that's what pissed me off mm. sorry i'm sorry yeah that was not a good beer um that's okay <clears throat> that i i have some uh <clears throat> what are they called shit sandman of some of those um, yeah, man. it's a stout. Oh, the gi- uh, the, wait, are you talking about the gingerbread stout that they did? No, oh. it's just called Sandman. Be- I think it's just called the Sandman. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. It's from River North Brewery. Oh, is where that is good? that? Is that good? I have no idea. It's supposed to be really <laughs> fucking good. It's got a 92 on Beer Advocate. Okay. So I've got, I've got a series of them that we're going to try at some point. It's, it's from Colorado. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Where's it at? Colorado. It's called Mr. Sandman. It's just just west of of Kansas and uh, (laughs) east of Utah. Oh, it actually got by (laughs) Paste Magazine rated it as the number one beer or number one imperial Paste Pecani Magazine? I've never heard of it. Paste is one of those uh, internet internet jobbers who just can fly by night journalists. Oh, okay. They are, honestly. I mean, I, I... I mean, like, they turned down my <clears throat> application. Whatever it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. Pace is cool, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> but the the no, it's it, on the whole, it seems as though the reviews are pretty good. So I've I've had a couple of them cellaring, and then also we did like the um, Denver. What was the uh, the oh shit? Is I need the, to go look. Is this the gluten free brewery you're talking to me about? No. Oh, okay. No, the gluten free one is uh, called Holiday. What? Yeah, that's the name of it. It's really fucking good gluten-free beer. Like, it actually tastes like beer. Okay. Right. Listen, I mean, here's the deal. Gluten-free beer is just beer made by like with different grains or made with gluten-reducing uh, additives um, to make it, quote-unquote, gluten-free. But I've never had Wait. good gluten-free beer. This is legitimately good gluten free. This is me. Beer. This is me putting my arm around your shirted back and saying, "Oh, come, come with me to the great side." Listen, I, I is don't, that you were you were gonna tell him that you're never going to have a good gluten free beer? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, well, continue searching because you're not gonna find that. No, I'm I'm telling you, like I've had good gluten free beer. Like it doesn't have like 
I've had good non-alcoholic beer. Like right. all these things exist. It's just people don't produce them. I'm happy that you found one, and I would gladly take that recommendation because if they come into the state of Texas, I'm gonna drink them because I like drinking beer. And you know what? The last fucking two months have really revitalized that beer drinking uh, like side of me. <laughs> and your your uh, review of Black is Beautiful by 903 further put me down on 903 even farther. Like, fuck. God yeah, damn. man. I was so fucking disappointed in that beer. It's not hard hey. to make good beer. It's really not. Especially a stout. Like, to fuck up a stout is There's so many, so many flavors, embarrassing. So many flavors can cover up your mistakes. Yeah. I swear to God. Well, I feel like, I mean, that's bound to happen, though. There's going to be different competency levels of brewers across the country. It's For the sure. Cons- but but the, brewers like this, it's the cons- they're so big. Like, what? Hold up. Hold how up. are they not, still in fucking up, business? Up, they they not, probably didn't, up. like, clean the tank from the last hold batch up. of, <laughs> of <laughs> like, an ale. Let me, let me, let me connect the, the points that y'all are making. One, 903 is not that big. Yes, they've been around for long enough to know better. And and the 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 final part is that they are consistently fucking bad, and that mm-hmm. is the problem. And yeah, again, absolutely. Like early on in this podcast, we talked about how like craft beer is doomed unless there are some quality issues addressed within the community. Mm-hmm. And that this they're is like what, the number one offender in my world here in North Texas. Yes, one hundred percent. Because like as a as somebody who's buying craft beer in North Texas, like now is a weird time because obviously people aren't traveling as much as they used to. But when people would come in and out of North Texas, DFW in particular, they'd be like, "Oh, what's good here?" And I try to steer them in the right direction. But if they go into a total wine and they see Ogre is got a nice package. It's like it's it's a two now they're Frank, you'd be disappointed. Now they're selling them in like two can packs and like a box with two twelve ounce cans inside for like nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine, something like that, okay? That shit's terrible. Well here's the deal. It's approachable, but it's terrible. So the average person could buy it and be like, Oh, it's only ten bucks, whatever, I'll see how it tastes. And they get home and they're like, Oh, this is what craft beer in Dallas Fort Worth tastes like. This is fucking terrible. It is, motherfucker. It is. It's not good. Don't buy that. At the same time, Frank, I'm going to pick on you here, but Turning Point is the exact opposite of that. I have not had a bad Turning Point beer. I've had a beer that I did not particularly care for from Turning Point, but overall, it's not a problem with their production, with their recipe, or... No, I've never had a bad... I I just had the wrong brewery. Turning Point's good. Could have been your palate. Well, I I was going to say, for beer, for me, um, I try to take things uh, open, you know, just pull those butt cheeks apart and see what happens. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. And and I have love a, when you use that analogy. It's it works. You know, my mom taught me that. Um, <laughs> whenever whenever I taste beer, I take it with like it's a. Uh, I take it for what it is. I don't take it for what environment I'm in, what experience I'm having, what food I had beforehand. I try to taste it openly, and if I can't like pass a, a, an open judgment on it, I don't fucking say anything about it. Um, there are some breweries yeah but we we also had this discussion years ago about like not being afraid of saying no actually that beer tastes like dog shit like don't just fall into the oh it's good it's good you know it's good but parker and and when when you're thinking in the back of your mind like i'm totally not buying that six pack again like i you that should be expressed right well and i and i feel like Y'all especially know me well enough, and the longtime listeners know me well enough. When I do have that experience, I definitely say it. Um, it's sometimes the things that I don't say that come that that can come across and give de- more detail into my tasting experience. Like 
the, the early on in my 903 tasting experience, I didn't say anything about it because I had only had one or two of their beers. I have had probably a dozen of their beers at this point. All of them have the same fucking problems. Like, yeah. I will openly say it. It's not about when I tasted it. But like, oh, I just had a spicy meal, so I didn't know how that blonde was going to come off. No, fuck that noise. That blonde tastes like shit. Like, actually, you know what? I say that. They're blonde. They're coconut blonde. One of their better beers. But the fucking red ale for sure is terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm open to saying those things. And you're right. Like, I, I, I think all beer drinkers and honestly consumers of what are considered vice products in general should have, should be more open to give those reviews. You know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah, because yeah. you're already spending money that you don't have to spend. These aren't fucking, these aren't right. goods that you have to have to live and survive. These are commodities. So you should tell other people like, dude, this cigar tastes like dog shit. It's a fucking terrible blend and it has an uneven burn. You should tell people this whiskey burns. Like I fucking, I drank propane didn't even know that that was a thing. And then I lit my throat on fire with it. It's goddamn terrible. And the same thing is like, this beer tastes like piss water. I don't know why anyone would buy it. Uh, I don't feel like these Winstons have enough carcinogens in them. Yeah. I could use a little more tar in this. You know what I mean? Like take that filter off. Let me get that. (laughs) I was going to say, can you make the filter removable? please? (laughs) You know what? That's what I do. Frank, this little known fact. I just take the filter. I bite it. Just bite it off and then pinch the end and light that cigarette up. Great cowboy, dude. Smoking reds. Yeah. You know what? You're so sexy. You know what? Marlboro reds can kick rocks. Honestly, like you fucking, you go smoke a hand rolled cigarette with no filter and come back and talk to me with your graveled voice. We'll fucking, we'll, we can roll then. But Marlboro Reds thinking you're a hard ass? Wood's in a box, brother. <laughs> Take your fucking members only jacket and kick rocks. Mm. Uh, Tango pregunta para ti, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, on got? this, like, before we move away from the Black is Beautiful beer um, yes. topic, you mentioned the, the, the cidery in Corvallis that Derek turned you on to. Yeah. Um, from a production standpoint, is that difficult for a cidery who puts out ciders to change everything and whatnot to put out a stout? So, or what? I, like, I'm I'm honestly glad you asked because I can go in and look it up. My guess is that they made like a taproom only beer or something like that that didn't have to go through whatever their alcohol bureau uh, thing is. So they could sell and, only out of their tap room or only at their tap room, uh, either for c- consumption there or for to go. It is a good question and something. Maybe they did something to their cider recipe that they worked out with Weathered Souls, and because I mean, it's there's nothing saying that you can't use. Hmm, there is actually, but is all the equipment the same? So here's no and processes. No, not at all. I mean, you have that's where I'm at. I was like, are they ill-equipped to make uh, a fucking Ill, hard Ill, beer ill-equipped maybe if they've never made beer before but the likelihood of that happening in corvallis oregon i don't i've never been to corvallis but from what i've read about corvallis and that area it's fucking like beer city usa in that in that part of the uh, that part of the country um so i don't i don't know it's a good question parker i i, I obviously if they are making the making the effort to make a beer like that or make something with like what francois Frank said about the fucking about the black is beautiful label because he's right. Like all the black is beautiful beers have to have that label. They have to have branding that follows the guidelines so that it can be considered a collaboration beer. 
So they obviously took something into account to make it, and if it, they wouldn't have done it if they couldn't if they couldn't do it. And two towns, even though they don't come out like you know full like East Coast distribution or anything like that, they're still a pretty, from my understanding, a pretty big cidery. Yeah, you should try to get Derelic to get his hands on some. Well, now he lives up in your neck of the woods, so it's not like he's, oh what? Yeah, he made a cross country move, bro. I did not know that. Oh, Parker, Parker, Parker. I guess it's sweet, been a while. Sweet baby Parker. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. All right. Uh, well, I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to have to take my first PP break of this last call. So oh, my gosh. Take your laptop with you. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing that. I've got a lot of things hooked up nope. to the laptop and also not showing you all my dick for the last time. Okay? Jesus Christ. I... Well, I've been trying to show you guys mine for four years now. Nope. And four years. <laughs> I'm walking away. <laughs> so one of these days, one of these days, you should you could just sneak it into the old feed. <laughs> I should. <laughs> what if you take like a really up close one and then just slowly zoom out? Oh man, I did send one to a buddy recently. <laughs> like, hey, does this like it was like something in the foreground, you know, one of the classic sneakers in the background. And he was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know. I was in my kitchen here. Is there something wrong with this orange? And he just, yeah. it was, I'll have to go back and look at what it was. I sent it to dog show, Dan. Oh boy. That's fucking hilarious. So uh, <laughs> please um, loop me in here. Are you, well, you just had a beer last night, so it's not like you're on a clean slate. What are you? You just not drinking this afternoon? No. So I've been doing um, a uh, what only on weekends, but then also only one one day a week. Well, today is a weekend, so yeah, correct. But I drank last night. I drank beer last night, so no beer tonight. Okay. Well, Friday could also be classified as a week night. It could technically, so you're in the clear if you want to crack one. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, no, it's fine. I'm good. I did have um, what? Oh, I had another beer last night that was actually really good, and I forgot what the hell the name was. Um, and I was going to ask Brian about it because I think it's from up in his area. Hmm. Um, but Parker, so you guys have? I think Wednesdays you guys do like a food truck out there at your. Uh, uh, yeah how's that been uh it's been awesome um how do you guys curate the food trucks that's me uh, you're looking at them nice I took this upon myself it's quite the hoa presidential move you know what i'm uh i'm being groomed um i'm i'm starting to i'm sorry what uh yeah there's someone taking advantage of you at the moment <laughs> <laughs> That was a podcast from about three and a half years ago. I'm being groomed and I love it. <laughs> wow. Um, what do they say in the political realm? He's being, uh, I think they use that same terminology. They, they do, but it was yeah. just yeah. very funny. Yeah. Uh, one of the elderly people on that board has been, he's been touching me, but, look, <laughs> you know, I'm on my way to the top. Yeah, that's right. It's the only way you get to the top. You got to yeah. ride on top first. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, brother. You got that right, brother. <laughs> it's 
It's not what you know, but who you blow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he, old man, old man Parker just is waiting for his day to start grooming the next HOA president. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> take Brian, go ahead and just take us out. <laughs> Brian, we'd like you to come over here and take a seat. <laughs> oh, what? No. God, no. Not again. Not again. That's, a, that's a first step to getting the HOA presidency at Parker's neighborhood. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Step out of the dryer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, are you relinquishing your seat? <laughs> no, he's being groomed oh, to take I'm, over. I'm going to the top, baby. I thought you were the top. I've been telling people no. all along that you've... You're no, I've been a power bottom for a while. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There's a lot of thrust generated in the hips. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, no, we were talking about the fact that they have uh, they have food trucks out at his uh, Pool? neighborhood yeah. yeah, every week. And I was wondering how they arranged it. And he said, you're looking at it. And then... Uh, went into how he's being groomed for the position at the moment. Yes. Yes. So uh, I've already got a um, tentative 2021 schedule mocked up. I'm oh, boy. Yeah. Are you getting like, research. Now I've got data to present. Are you getting like kickbacks from the food trucks? For- no, I wish. <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, I have gotten a couple fringe benefits. Little, little yes, free, I have. Free They're like, hey, uh, you know, well, I totally, you know, because food trucks like, you ain't fucking saving any money going to food truck, right? Like, let's be honest. Nope. It's, like it's going out to eat. It's convenience uh, at the it's the peak convenience food. Yeah, and it's like cool and whatever. The kids like it. Um, you're eating out of what used to be used as a horse trailer for 15 years. Um, <laughs> and but you you know like so there's been a couple times where I'm like um. I'm pretty good at math, and that should have added up to about thirty-eight dollars. You only charged me fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Um, well, I mean, so yeah, there are some fringe benefits that I'm going to report to the IRS. Of obviously, course. thank you. Yeah, yeah you definitely yeah, report that. The- yeah, because they, you know, they need it. <laughs> well, you're they probably need- you're probably closer connected to the Chamber of Commerce, which they're going to need that report first, and then you can then report it to the IRS. Right. Yeah, I'm going to get I'm going to get taxed on it. No doubt. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to willingly report it to pay tax. Parker, this check is to food truck tax. I don't know why you sent this in with your W2. Honey, but... honey, honey, put it in there. We don't want to get audited. <laughs> I am I am nothing if I'm not honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You contact the IRS about a, a fucking form that they haven't used in 50 years. You're like, no, no, it's self-reported taxes. I need that. So I'm going to have to tattle on myself here. <laughs> All right. Hey, y'all, I have to jump off. I've got to install this dishwasher. Oh, you haven't done mm. that yet? No. It's like three screws, Frank. What are you doing? No, I mean, I uh, literally unloaded it before I jumped on. Oh, well, mm. Jesus. So, you know what? Using this jump. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like real. we're missing an opportunity to see you install this dishwasher. Oh, dude, let's have you film a DIY. God, please just do a fucking fuck. It's up. not. No, I've done it plenty of times now to I where know. I don't fuck it up. But oh, in the, in, I know. If, if this was if this was the first time, it would have been funny. But I I'm, think I'm good mis- enough now to where it's not. I think you're misjudging your abilities greatly, and that's going to make this even funnier. <laughs> Just, just get Rebecca to take a picture of you with your like plumber's crack or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. And then, 
obviously send send us the 830 text message whenever you're done installing it. Whenever you're done whenever installing it. Whenever you had a massive uh, flood again like you did. God, okay, fuck off. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before that house is demolished by this dishwasher. Like it's a it's a dent and dent and scratch dishwasher. I'm like mm, it's also gonna wipe out the sink, the garbage disposal. Uh, it's gonna uh, eat through the foundation somehow. <laughs> Dude, Brian, I just came up with a at least a thousand dollar idea here. Okay. Um, we open up a an appliance store in Denton. Called Denton Scratch. God damn it! Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> fuck me, dude. If that doesn't exist, then I don't know what we're all doing here still to this day. If you if you if you notice this podcast doesn't go up until like midweek next week, it's because I'm I'm getting the uh, LLC set up. <laughs> You're getting it all, <laughs> dude. It, surely, like I'm gonna be really disappointed in the world. I bet as a whole I'm, if this doesn't exact, I'm exist. I'm gonna. It right now. Do a quick villain search here. Denton Scratch. Oh my god. There's a place called Denton Scratch Repair. Okay. Eh, it's not good. Uh, oh, no, it's no, no. Cheddar Scratch Kitchen. <laughs> There's the Cheddars in Denton. Oh, I fucking hate Cheddars. Apparently. Denton scratch. Best Scratch and Denton Appliances in Denton. Man, see, but that Denton Repair, Denton Scratch yeah, and it, Repair. It fucking... Um. I don't even think that they were playing into it. No, they weren't. They're just <laughs> dumbly fucking associated with it. Why? Just dumb lucked into that. Why does everybody um, keep coming to us? Okay, yeah. So dude. this place is it's a it's a Facebook marketplace called Denton Scratch and Repair Market. Like this is stupid. They don't know what gold they're sitting on. Dude, can I tell you? Can I tell you a story? I don't think we've told on this podcast before. It's okay. one of my favorites, and every time we okay so. Frank and Mrs. Frank came to visit, I think, last October, November, for uh, my daughter's birthday, and like their kind of annual, semi-annual visit up here. And we took a walk around the Denton Square because you know, in the state of Texas, every place has a fucking courthouse with four streets around it, and they call it the square, and they think it's fucking fancy. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we took a walk around the Denton Square, the Denton Square, and mm-hmm. uh, we started out. I don't remember where the fuck we started out, but we ended up walking around the square and uh, in the walk around, <clears throat> we find this wine shop that Mrs. Brian and Mrs. Frank wanted to go into badly, like too too much they wanted to go into this place because they do pours and like charcuterie boards mm-hmm. and all this other shit. Anyway, so we're in there maybe 15, 20 minutes. Frank, dis- Frank opens his mouth and offends... A hundred percent of the clientele in the place at the time. <laughs> he makes. A He's cut. got a way of doing that. He just he organically pissed off a hundred percent of the people inside the building. Now, I should say at this point, in his defense, there was only one other lady in the building at the time, but she was very pissed off at him because he said something to the effect of like, "If you're forty-five, you might as well just go die. Like you're so old at that point, like you don't even know." And this lady's like, "I'm forty-seven." <laughs> And oh wow! Took offense. Anyway, she was it was Denton, so she was like uh, a forty-seven-year-old like grandmother who also like fostered <laughs> children, cats, and like ponchos. Yeah, great from, like, Yeah, it was a whole fucking thing. She was a really nice lady, and was honestly a good 
like a good sport about Frank saying what he did about her. <laughs> like she could have been way more pissed off and made it way bigger of a deal. She was just making fun of him and like it was fantastic. So we leave there. Mrs. Brian, Mrs. Frank, they walk off. They do something else. Frank and I stay back at the wine place for a few minutes and then we move to the like we move like start moving around the square. We walk into the next place because Frank, I swear to God, Frank was looking at a dishwasher. This appliance place next door to the wine store like caught his attention. We walk in there. I'm drunk. I am way too intoxicated to be dealing with anything going on right now because I'm drunk. Frank walks in. I'm just following him blindly, looking at my phone, doing something. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? And this guy approaches us and just tries to sell us a dishwasher and refers to us as a couple the entire time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> to which I, well, I was like, put my phone in my pocket. I was like, we're going to double down on this. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Frank, I deserve better than this. Okay. I feel like this dishwasher is not nearly as nice as this one. And Did like, Frank even pick up on what oh, was going on? He knew what the fuck was going on. He's like, what okay. the fuck are you talking about? And turned and looked at me, looked back at the dude trying to sell us some shit and goes, mm, okay, all right. And then we started looking at Dutch ovens and double ovens and stovetop mm. ranges. It was just a whole thing. Like, it was a good 20 minutes we were in there, I felt like. Of course, I was drunk. It could have been five. doesn't matter. <laughs> we walk out, and I'm like, that dude totally thought we were a couple. <laughs> he was like, yeah, no shit. I'm like, well... Just so you know, I deserve better range than that too. So, just so you know, right off the bat, finally caught up to the to the ladies around the around the square. There, we're like talking, like where were you guys? I looked at Frank. I was like, oh, um, we were getting sold an entire kitchen uh, appliance set as a couple. We were getting a really good deal from the guy over at the appliance store, but somebody didn't want to spend the extra money on the dishwasher. It was like it's a whole fucking thing. Ah, some great shit. So, I mean, so that really. Brought this whole thing full circle with the dishwasher. Honestly, I forgot about Denton. it altogether until you brought up Denton scratch and repair, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, fuck Denton scratch and repair." Remember, we are we are an outlet. We are <laughs> yeah. selling those appliances that are less wanted by the public. I wish I could. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm trying to find the appliance place because uh, it's like one of the like Denton's oldest appliance store or some bullshit like that. McNeil's McNeil's appliance. Mm. Like you know, it's good when it's got just a family name associated with it. Yeah, um, just like uh, the auto parts that Tommy Boy was selling. Oh, <laughs> uh, Callahan. Callahan, yeah, Callahan brakes, brakes pad. Uh, okay, so it really does make me lose a little bit of faith in humanity that there's not a dent and scratch um, uh, yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be three of them next week. Um can we do we do you have any you have any um as we were talking about a couple weeks ago about shitty, stupid things that people say in meetings? Uh do you have any bandwidth right now for any grinds of my gears? Oh fuck. Yeah. Let me let me let me play you in. Parker, tell me what's gonna get you all fired up. <laughs> Mm, okay, speaking of, and I, this is not a segue that I set myself up for intentionally, but speaking of, uh, you know, boardroom meetings, executive meetings, meetings in general, let's say that, um, and this goes for 
modern day Zoom and Teams to in person when we had 17 people crammed into a room for three hours for no good fucking reason. Right. Um, when your piece of the pie was only, um, I don't know, about a minute and a half into the whole three hour expense. Um, yep. adventure. Yeah. Anyhow, um, <clears throat> when people just like for no other reason than they're a dumb person trying to sound smart, um, when they say I concur, oh. when it, it's just like, you could have said, I agree or yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, when, we're on the yeah. Same page or something, <laughs> yeah, but when they true. try to like, you know, be a scientist or some shit and you're like, fuck off. Just say, I agree. Or yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, John. Yeah. Um, I, and it's always like, it really is. It start doing your own research listeners, but it's always dumb people trying to sound smart. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I can, I concur completely. It's like, fuck off. When there's no follow up behind it, I don't think I could, I, I don't think I, I could fucking sit there the rest of the meeting. I might have to leave. Even if it is a virtual meeting, like if someone uh, just said, I concur, I can, dead, I can, dead, like period, nothing else after that. Done. I'm done. I have found uh, myself smart. saying something that I'm like, there's no reason for me to say this other than to say what I wanted to say here that I'm like, uh, don't, don't ever do that again. And that's a personal note that I take and I, I take yeah. seriously. But I concur. I I'm sorry. I, I I might turn in my two weeks notice if my boss says in an open meeting I concur and then nothing else following. Done. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not you're not talking to fucking Houston Ground Control or something like. Right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You're not. Re- the, your statement is not going. Is not a life or death statement. Yeah. Man. You don't need to. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. We're on the same page. I there. have it's heard. Like, I have heard someone say I object, and to that I say watch less Law and Order. But also, oh. I have more respect for them who uh, for those who say I object to that. And then they, objection pandering. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> I would fucking throw in the towel. Be like, I'm done. I'll I'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> But like I've heard someone say, I object to that, and here's why. And then they give a valid okay. a valid reason to as as to why they uh, are disagreeing. Uh, yes. And I say yeah. that because I concur. <laughs> I concur. I say that because <laughs> the times that I've heard it used have been used in like in moments where people are disagreeing with like the boss. And like okay. there are moments where you're like, if I say I disagree, they're going to dismiss me altogether. So right. I have to, I have to, I have to fucking, you know, slow tug this thing, this objection into existence. So well, I'm gonna good s- for you because uh, <laughs> I think bosses respect people not being a yes man, people not saying yeah that craft beer is really good, oh, yeah. and actually saying I object and I don't think it's good <laughs> or I don't like yeah. Well, so yeah, I'm I'm all I can get behind I object. Yes, uh, that- but I concur. It's just like. Just go Aubrey McClendon yourself. (laughs) Okay, you say that, and I know some people are like, who's Aubrey McClendon? Uh, Go drive into a fucking bridge, because no one gives a shit. Like, drive into an an underpass. There you Uh, go. And I I agree with that, because it's it's ad, the value add is zero. Yeah. Um, Look how you just said I agree with that. Like, that makes so much more sense, and I don't hate you. You know what I've you, right? Like, I don't have hate in my heart for you. I don't want to drive down there and hurt you right now. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to shoot you. I don't want to tell you to look off into the distance while I shoot you in the back of the head. 
Like, yes. that's fine. What I will say, the people who say you're not wrong, I've said that before. <laughs> I know Frank says that on a regular, and Mrs. Frank yeah. fucking hates him for it. And I know he also says listen a lot. No, he does. He's always said listen. <laughs> that's a thing. I feel like that's a that's a that's like a, a mira mira. Like that's the fucking like look, look and listen to see what I'm talking about here. Like I feel like that's a default response, not necessarily a you have to like a, not a uh, right. is it like imperative a command. Yeah, yeah. That's not what that is. It's more of a. I know. I this, love this it. This is what I'm talking about. It's hilarious because he does say listen all the time. I'm like, what's what I'm currently doing? Okay, now I'm having to, <laughs> I'm having to take myself out of I, that. Good thing you said that because I wasn't. Now I am. Now I am. I, if I, I, and now I'm consciously listening, I guess, which is a thing. No. Mm. Uh, but the people who say you're not wrong, like it's such a passive aggressive way, uh, passive aggressive way of saying you're right. And I have mm. like, because yeah. it's been brought to my attention that that's what it is. I now dislike it and despise it immensely. Oh. And I try, even, well, even when I say it, I'm like, you fucking asshole. And I yeah, feel the need you to kind of hate yourself a little bit. Yeah. I feel the like, need to say, you say moving forward. I will say moving forward. Uh-huh. No, I'm just um, well, you know, but the, uh, you're not wrong is always followed by a, but, uh, not always, because there are sometimes where someone says you're not wrong. In this case, like if Frank said something okay. like, he said like, oh, this beer, it tastes like sulfur. I'd be like, well, you're not wrong, but that's acceptable. Well, fuck, mm, I said but. Yeah, yeah, see, I said mm-hmm. but. So I, I guess there's I just proved my point. Sometime, Thank you. No, no, your honor, strike that from the record. Strike that from the record. If he would have said, you know, this, this, this beer doesn't taste good. I'm like, well, you're not wrong. It's because of this. It, but it's still a declarative, like injunction, uh, conjunction okay. statement that well, are made. Yes. Okay. So here's one that is. God damn it, Parker! You're not I wrong think, in that statement. I know. But. I know. See, and I knew that going into it. Um, <laughs> here's one I don't think you can refute: is when somebody leads with this as a disclaimer. With all due respect, uh, what I'm about to say is really disrespectful. <laughs> Well, okay, when that aspect of like not to be racist, the next thing that's going to come out of yeah. their mouth is fucking insanely racist 100% of the time. Yeah. And yeah. if it's not to be racist or anything, but yeah. that's how it usually It's it's racist, insensitive, uh like anything that is absolutely going to be taken that way. <laughs> like coming up. Not to sound uh, misogynistic, but women are terrible, right? Like, but how the fuck am I supposed to take that? What the? All right, fuck? I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then look for validity, like look for validation afterwards. Like, no, asshole, not doing that for you. Yeah. Like if I would have let in with, listen, what I'm gonna say is gonna sound sensationalistic, <laughs> but nine oh three is. A, there. You said listen. Yeah, listen. I'm going to say something that's going to sound sensationalistic, but 903 is a terrible bunch of fucking brewers who don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then people are going to be like, well, what do I challenge this? Or do I say you're not wrong, but, or do I say I concur? <laughs> like, ah, just stop taking it's all those independent clauses is what they're called. If you take the independent clauses yeah. out of your speech and vocabulary and your day to day use, you will sound much more intelligent. Yeah. That's why I go to grunts and crotch pushes, like crotch points. What are you talking about? I go, when someone says something I don't agree with, I go, and I point at my ass. 
And then when they say something I agree with, I go, and I point at my dick. That's what I do. And that's how Man, I sound. Is that back to your days as a lot lizard at the truck stops? It was called a lot porter, and it was different. Okay, It was at a car dealership, and I cleaned uh, the dude. vehicles. Oh man! So on that, another like at least thousand dollar idea here. You know, does anybody have a porter called the Lot Porter? It you just tastes what? like just, cleaning supplies and t- rubber. It tastes like motor oil and <laughs> motor oil and new car scent. There it is. I fuck. Damn. I don't think so. I guarantee. That, I guarantee there's a hop combination out there in beer that that smells like new car scent. And the fact that we haven't fucking focused on it is a lost Ooh, revenue. Or black ice. That's the madness. Oh, are you talking dude. about the little car, the the uh-huh, fucking the, the mirror one you hang? Dude, yes. I was a big black ice fan. Fuck yeah, man. I recently bought some of those and put in my van because it smells like the cure to COVID's growing in there. Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, there's some something going on in my car right now. I don't know what's happening. I, I don't I have no idea. I smoke uh, here full disclosure, I smoked one cigar in my car. I, I mm. understand the rhyming pattern which we which we hit on here. And mm. I cannot get the smell of smoke out of my car, and it's fucking mm. not good anymore. Like probably in the headboard and everything. Headboard, footboard, buttboard, so, dickboard. What board. led you to? You've obviously been anti-smoking uh, in my vehicle, and then one day you were just like, "Fuck it." COVID nineteen. That's honestly what did it. Because okay. I had to drive. I had to drive. So uh, we were home. So like our daughter is at that pre-K age. And in mm-hmm. the state of Texas, it's not required that you send your kid to pre-K. But mm-hmm. we decided, okay, let's get her on our pre-K to kindergarten like learning path. So we have we were lucky enough to because have because you're good parents. Well, it's because our kid's way too fucking smart, and she gets way too bored doing some bullshit. Yeah. yeah, we don't we want to keep that that thirst for learning. Uh, we were lucky enough to have uh, a family member who is responsible and is capable of teaching our daughter. <laughs> lucky, right? Like. <laughs> We had to dig deep. I'm going to be honest with you. No. <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't even have anybody in the Rolodex. <laughs> but like we we printed off a bunch of like we we found a um, a teaching aid uh, for a semester's worth of learning. Like and it required a bunch of fucking work pages and shit to be printed off. So I had to drive to I defaulted to Staples because I knew their pricing method and I was like there that shit makes sense. So I spent the like 60 bucks to print off a a semester's worth of work. Downside, okay. I had to drive to fucking Frisco, which on paper seems like it's like a oh, it's only ten miles away. How far could it possibly be? It took me forty two minutes to get there Dude. because it's Texas, right? Like, yeah, I remember understand? when we drove. Where did we? What well, brewery did we go well, to? We went to McKinney, which is it, it is that McKinney is a legit distance from where okay, I that was live. Twelve. <laughs> Yeah, it was 14 miles max, and it took us every bit of 57 minutes to get there. <laughs> Everyone was hungover, including the driver. It was a fucking shit show. Yes. And then when we got there, Tups didn't have goddamn heating in their brewery. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so cold. What Holy the fuck? shit. I, you know what? I had I put faith in Tups, and I was let down. Anyway, no. So I had to drive over to Frisco to pick up these prints. And I was like, well, it's going to take me 40 minutes. Like, that's about the time for a nice, you know. Corona style, like Corona, <gasps> Corona size cigar. I'm like it'll be fine. It wasn't fine. It was a mm. terrible idea. It was a terrible cigar that I smoked. You because, sat in the parking lot of a Quick Print yeah. and smoked a cigar. <laughs> no asshole. I smoked it like while driving over there. <laughs> okay. I thought you were waiting on your prints. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna wait out here in the parking lot and just come uh, just come holler at me when you guys are done. God damn it! No, now I have the hiccups. Son of a bitch. No, <laughs> it took me that long. It took me it timing wise. It should have taken me a Corona sized cigar to get over there, which is like, you know, sub fifty ring gauge, less than five inches long. It would have been an easy smoke. Turns out the cigar was shit because I've learned in my fancy boy days, I don't have time to smoke shitty cigars. I don't. Mm. And so literally like maybe an inch of the cigar was smoked in my car and then I threw the whole fucking thing out and it's like, this is terrible. Now the car smells like terrible cigar. I checked to make sure that when I threw it out the window, it didn't accidentally ba- bounce back into the back window or some shit, whatever. <laughs> some horrible scenario builds out there. No, it just smells like shit smoke and like something else. There's another like twinge of something, and it may be the genesis of COVID nineteen. I don't know what exactly it is, but it's bad. Huh? Uh, it's fucking terrible. And mind you, I only have one child. She had she's ridden in the car one time, so it's not like she's like shit taking a dump in the back seat in a part uh, like a stoplight that I don't know about. No, that's not happening. She's only ridden in your car one time ever. No, since February. Oh, I mean, because honestly, well, I, that's still basically ever, ever. Well, Parker, spring I hit, break was a long time ago. <laughs> I hit a hundred thousand miles in my car two weeks ago. And like I had been sitting on 90 I, back in January when I changed my oil, it was at 97,000 miles. Wow. So that's how little I've driven, driven, driving yeah. fucking asshole driven <laughs> compared to how often I drive hmm. on a regular basis. It's a, well, yeah. that's um, that's quite the story right there as to how you got to where you were going to smoke a cigar in your car. It it, it is and it isn't, and uh, you're not wrong. It's uh, quite the story, and also, I I object that it is quite the story. It's actually a really shitty story, but we're yeah, I, yeah, I would concur with that. Okay, um, good. I'm glad that we covered all the bases here. Like a lifetime movie network story, maybe made into a movie, made for TV. <laughs> no, no, no. What it is is like a podcast uh, made into a, a, a serial event uh, that leads to me getting shit printed off in Frisco. And they're like, and then he arrived back. Oh, Parker just dropped his microphone. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Speaking of a podcast. So I was uh, at Panera earlier. Pantera, and- please. It refer to it only as Pantera bread from now on because yes. I want to hear like I, I want to hear that music in my head whenever I enter a Panera bread. So Pantera oh, that would be bread awesome. When you were at Pantera bread, what happened? Slayer music going. Um uh, so I had to put in my uh, little ear pods mm-hmm. um because normally I like entertain a little bit of background noise and stuff and it doesn't affect me but uh, these old broads were talking about how beautiful Melania's dress was the other night. I was just like, I, I can't. I just can't listen <laughs> to this. So I fucking put them in, and I was like, either I'm going to listen to classical, because I do that quite a bit when I'm studying, because there's no lyrics or anything, and like I'm I'm not focusing on that, you know, that tract. Right. Or that, sorry, that track. Um, and so, but I was like, nah, I'm just going to put some white noise on. So just on Spotify, I was just like, white noise and uh the the whatever i just clicked on the first one that came up and it was like 
this is a podcast for white noise. Like, no, this is not a fucking <laughs> podcast. This is a track. Like, don't even know. I I run a multi-million dollar podcast. <laughs> Billions this is of not a podcast. Billions it it of offended me. Yeah. Billion dollars, sorry. Yeah, no. Billions and billions served. Um, but it was like, just relax and envision that you're on a private jet. Oh, fuck and it was, that. And then, and then the beat dropped and it was like... <sighs> For the next three hours, and Shut I was like, the fuck "This is up. not a podcast." <laughs> it's a Foley I'll, account. You made fucking Foley noise, asshole. Yeah, dude, I'll have to share this with you. Oh it was uh, it offended God. me. I was like, "No, this is not a podcast. Fuck off." <laughs> I still got it pulled up. It's called Private Jet White Noise. Fuck you, Private Jet White Noise. You know, what? I've, I've have you ever ridden on a private jet? First off, no. Okay, humble brag. I have. It's fucking legit. You've ridden in an, in an I, RV, right? Yes. It's an RV, like a class A motorhome in the sky. And it I nice. it is legit that. Like complete with a weird bathroom and a refrigerator that you don't quite trust. Complete with all that shit, except you're flying at fucking hundreds of miles an hour with rich people and you're like, I feel important now. Anyway. <laughs> I, that's Well, I I mean, I did feel pretty important sitting at Pantera Bread, but Well Yeah, this uh, <laughs> the, the the description on this is like what's better than flying first class? flying in your personal jet of course the world is your oyster and the powerful white noise drone of the jet engines will ensure the world's distractions melt away recline in your leather seat and let your mind be still with a calm mind you'll be able to do everything better including focusing studying writing reading doing homework or working and with the world 25,000 feet below you and your worries left behind you can also take this opportunity to get some sleep Play this airplane sound and enjoy your journey. <laughs> but they they just go on for like uh, at least three more paragraphs of the same same thing. But anyway, it just offended me. It's like, no, this is not a podcast. <laughs> I've got two hours and nineteen minutes left, and I listened to it for like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh my god! It was a long jet ride. No shit. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, listening, guys and gals, and just let us know if you want to hear us play you fucking white noise or. Or fully sound effects for three hours. I'll gladly do that. Hit us up over on uh, no beer left behind cast at gmail.com or at MBLB beer on Twitter or at no beer left cast on Instagram. I'm not going to post the Twitter. It's the same as the Instagram. It's, you figure it out. Let us know if you want to hear fucking white noise because I'll just sit here and. And, and you can play it, it on loop I'll, like I'll in loop the movie it. Speed. Yeah, it'll be fine. And fucking yeah. John Voight won't know shit. Or wait, was it John yeah, Voight? Yeah, he'll who be like, it? by the time he catches on, he's like, damn it. Yeah, who Keanu was fucking escaped with Sandra when she was still hot. <laughs> I just called him John Voight. I know it's not John Voight. It can't be John Voight. Uh, well, John Voight was in uh, Anaconda. Yeah, that's what and it was. was yeah, Angelina Jolie's dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, who is it? Yeah, who well... Uh, similar. Who is it? Like uh, I'm looking. It's not Jeff Daniels. No, Dennis Hopper. Hits, son of a bitch. Dennis Hopper. I knew that. Son of a bitch. He was so mad when he realized what happened. Oh, he. You know how mad he was. I have felt that anger like two or three times in my life. Once when I was dealing with the toll authority here in North Texas. Oh God. Once when I found out that the. Uh, the donate a junk uh, company was only going to pay me $200 for my old uh, car to be towed away. 
Um, and the third I'm leaving open for an inevitable fucking conversation with a future boss. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But it, I've been that pissed off. I know. I connected mm. with Dennis Hopper at that point. Dude, and then they doubled down with the cruise ship. And the cruise ship couldn't stop, Brian. The cruise ship speed to might be <laughs> cruise control. I think it was the subtitle of that fucking. Mm-hmm. It really changed the way I looked at cruises in general. I had never been on a cruise before I saw that movie. And when I saw that movie, I was like, no, nah, it seems like a place that I need to be. They have really shitty places to buy uh, uh, tchotchkes on this mm. ship. And this ship. And duty free liquor. Duty free. Let me tell you something. Have you ever been on a cruise? I have. You ever bought duty free liquor on a cruise? I have. <laughs> it's actually pretty legit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple <laughs> bottles of Crown and then a couple bottles of Tortuga rum. Couple out of bottles? Cayman. Parker, uh, I was talking to Mrs. Brian a couple weeks ago. We were talking about our honeymoon cruise where I decided to ball out and buy six Mm. bottles of Bacardi rum duty-free for like no shit $40 at the time. (laughs) And they were like 175s. We got home and I put them on our shot machine that we got from our wedding because we got married when we were 22 and 23. (laughs) Um, That's what you get in the shot machine. Yeah, we have people who just graduated college like, what do we get people for their wedding? I'm like, oh, a shot machine. That's what we need to get. And it a total wine gift cards. Total wine didn't even <laughs> exist at that time. If it had been, I would have been excited. Parker, the shot. Have you ever seen a shot a shot machine? Oh, I have. Not yeah, the cool ones. I that, get a dick hammer on one off Jaeger. Not the yeah yeah. But see, that's what people think of when they think of shot machines. They mm-hmm. think of the thing that cools and chills and then dispenses yeah. like a shot. This is what this wasn't it. This is from no. Bed, this was like a spice rack. This is from Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> okay. It was basically. A, a faux chrome coated uh, in thing, okay? It had a base. It was about probably eight inches wide. And it had a, a sp- like a fucking a, a spine. And then off that spine were four little like contraptions that basically were spring-loaded things to keep a bottle in place inverted. And you put inside the bottle, when you put like a pour, what was essentially a pour spout, but the pour spout was activated when you pushed a glass into it. So, like, you pushed into it, and this lever clicked, and the pour spout was activated. Two of the pour spouts were one ounce each, okay? So they were what we like to call responsible pours. Um, so they would they would cut off after an ounce of liquor has poured through them. The other two sport pour spouts were just wide open. And I was like, oh, this is a good use of these six bottles of Bacardi rum. Because y'all know me after listening to me for four and a half years on this podcast, how much I enjoy rum, right? Yeah. Wrong. Uh, We went through all six bottles of Bacardi in about a month, okay, as a newlywed couple, Uh uh, living by herself in a 500-square-foot apartment. Let me just tell you how much I I hate rum now. <laughs> mm, it's so out. it's so bad. I can't do it. Uh, and then every time I th- I see someone pour a shot of Jaeger out of those chilled machines, yeah, I get jealous. You cringe. I get yeah. really jealous. I'm like, I wish oh. I fucking had one of those chill machines because I'm pouring yeah, just cold hot rum Ugh. in a shot. <laughs> so, well, but I mean, so I would much rather have hot rum than hot Jaeger though. So. You know what? I've got some Jaeger in the fridge right now. Really? It is, Dude, I haven't had Jaeger in five years. Easy. Every time, Easy I, five years. 
every time I have you, I haven't had Jaeger in probably longer than that, honestly. Dude, I, fu- I love Jaeger. That's why I don't have it. Parker, I do too. Every time I've had Jaeger, I vomited that every time. <laughs> yeah. Without fear. But it's like a good vomit. Like, it's not just like an out of control whiskey drunk. It's, it's like. A, it's a happy vomit. It's a, We've yeah, done good like, things tonight. It's like tequila for me. Like, I can drink tequila till the fucking sun comes up. I usually vomit around the time the sun comes up, but I had a great time and I don't feel like complete hell the next day. Jaeger, I, I, there is a turn. You know how some people say like, Oh, tequila, I can't drink tequila. I legitimately, I should not drink Jaeger because there is a point in time in the night where it goes from fun, happy Brian to the Brian who has a thousand yard stare. And anyone who comes between my, myself and my bed, is just is dead to me. Enemy. En- enemy. Yeah, D- that's proper proper statement. Anyway, the hey, Jaeger, the Jaeger I have sorry. in my my fridge right now is Jaeger cold brew coffee. Interesting. How good do you think that's gonna taste? <laughs> uh, magical. Have you had it yet? I haven't. So I had Jameson cold brew, which I love. Jameson. I love Jamo. I love these. Like they're diversifying so much. They are. They're so fucking thirsty to make more money, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm, for it. I'm I'm willing to pay them. You're so thirsty. Yeah, I'm very thirsty. I'm, I'm parched. Um, but Jameson cold brew. I mix Jameson cold brew with an actual like I, I make homemade cold brew coffee, and then I poured uh, Bailey's in it. And let me tell you right nice. now, that shit was amazing. It was, was so a good, good morning. Yeah. Well, it was, I I did it last Friday evening, but yeah, I can imagine okay. it'd be a good morning. Hey, was uh? Do you remember Starry Nights with Goldschlager with and Goldschlager and Jaeger? Yeah, the mixture. Yeah, that was the shit, dude. So I never did that. Did you have really? a positive or negative experience with that, Parker? Because I have my own Jaeger mixture. Uh, I mean, I honestly don't remember one way or the other. I remember thinking it was good, but I don't. I didn't like wake up in a holding cell or anything. All right. Well, you'll enjoy this story then. So uh, the only time that I've ever mixed Jaeger with anything. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that. It, it, the, the last time I mixed, I purposefully mixed Jaeger with anything uh, was the night that I found out that my buddy uh, like got an internship and it was a paid internship at a big like uh, energy firm in Oklahoma City. And I was like, hell yeah, we're going to celebrate. So I went to Brown's Liquor Store there in, in Stillwater, and I bought the ingredients for an oil slick. And let me just mm-hmm. tell you right now, anything with the name fucking oil slick in it, you really shouldn't consume on a large basis. It is it's Jägermeister, obviously, and Rumpelman's, which is oh, 100-proof spearmint schnapps. <laughs> Christmas in a bottle is what that stuff is. It's for, it's like mouthwash that you can drink. Shots. Yeah, dude, it's so... Good anyway, those. so the night that I found out my buddy got this internship, I, I bought these ingredients for the shot mix-up. Mm, damn, <laughs> I, I was actually over at uh, Villam Nova's house, um, <laughs> you know, right across the yeah. street from Brown's liquor store. Yeah, you walked over to Brown's. You know, I was preparing for the night. Uh <laughs> Or your lazy ass drove. I don't know. <laughs> I know I walked because I couldn't, I didn't have the gas money to drive because, you know, anyway. So walked over to Brown's, bought the ingredients for oil slicks. And then I also splurged because for some reason they were having cider night over at that house. And I bought woodchuck cider. Okay. 
So, and the the rules of cider night were like they were cooking something. I don't know, some on the grill. Mrs. Brian was there. She was driving. Thank God. Um, and then like we basically put all these different ciders in the cooler, and then whatever cider you pulled out, that's what you drank. I drank two mm. ciders at dinner. Okay, everything was fine. It's also a key party. It might have been a key party, but it was just like instead of going to the rooms, you just banged in the living room. Anyway, <laughs> not as classy. Anyway, so Brian, I love you because there's not a whole lot of individuals that know what a key party is. Parker, I was born in the 40s. You don't know this about me, but I, I grew yeah, up man. in wild ass 60s and 70s. Yeah, free love, baby. Uh, so. So we go over to my buddy's house to celebrate his, like after he had dinner with his, his girl and we met up at his house and I was like, Hey, I'm bringing the goods. We're going to celebrate. So we make oil shots. I don't know what it was about what I did that day. I know I didn't donate plasma that day. So I know I wasn't fucking set up for disaster, but two ciders. And I think at max three oil slick shots over the course of like five hours. Okay. Honestly, like from seven to midnight. I was so fucked up. At one point, I asked my girlfriend, who's now my wife, I asked her as she was taking care of me in her dorm room, Mm. I was butt-ass naked just Mm. out of the shower because I don't know why. Pictures. Right? I'm sure she's got blackmail on me somewhere. But So I come out of the shower, and she's like, Brian, are you okay? I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I bet you can't even name the five European leagues. And then I passed out face down, ass up on her bed. Just like, I mean, we're talking Stevie Wonder's eyes passed out on the bed. Like face. like sex was nowhere in the question dude, night dude, those nights. Dude, I'm going to tell you right you know, now. Like, you could, you, you'd be doing fucking good to get your ABCs out. So really my, not getting it up. My ABCs? No one was looking at me that night and going, he's fuckable. No. That wasn't even on the fucking menu. I was a train wreck. Matter of fact, Mrs. Brian and I talked about that night today uh, as like nights that we were like, I've you know, I, I do my best to not be out of control, and like we yeah. respect that statement when it comes out of each other's mouths. And then every now and then we're like, but that one time when you questioned me about the European leagues and then mm. asked out on my bed, and was like, oh. No, that did happen. That did happen. That did happen. Yeah, apparently uh, that night uh, was a train wreck for all. Uh, I don't remember exactly what I said leaving my buddy's place that night, but uh, I remember Mrs. Brian at the time told me, um, you might want to call and apologize to everyone mm. who was at that party. He's like, oh, that good, huh? Fuck, dude. I've been there, and you're like, uh, shit. I- um, how do I ask this? <laughs> For what? Well, yeah, what, what exactly? Did I do or say? Because I'm gonna need you to fill in some blanks here for me, <laughs> dude. It was so bad. And mind you, five drinks, five drinks over five hours is, mag- is essentially what it amounted to: two ciders and three shots over five hours. I don't know what the dude, fuck happened. It sounds like your drink got mixed up with a hot girl's drink. May, yeah, I know. I mean, I thought about it. You know, maybe, maybe I should go throw Mrs. Brian under the bus. I'm like, you were trying to take advantage of me, asshole. I don't think it's well, going to, but it might be. Is, is statute I, of limitations gone out on that? I'm going to go with there was just a super smoking hot chick next to you. You accidentally grabbed her drink after you returned from the bathroom, and somebody had put two roofs in her drink, 
And then they're like, damn it, Brian fucking took it. And then he's out in the front yard face down currently. Well, that would be fucked up because there's only four people there at my buddy's house. <laughs> my okay, buddy, well, his girl, then. and my... Hey, it's a regular murder mystery then. Oh, that narrows clue. down the search. It's, it's Clue, <laughs> except with roof and all. I don't think that's what we're having to do with. Okay, well, I was trying to <laughs> help tra- you out I as to why you got so hammered over a five-hour period. I appreciate your efforts, but I, I'm going to say that it's probably not the right direction. Uh, I'm going to mm. spin this into a different way of saying, like, maybe Frank took me to give plasma against my will without me knowing it, and then, yeah, that's what it was. That's the mm. only, honestly the only times I've ever become, like, immediately, like, just intoxicated. Well, you know what else would do it? Um not so much plasma because they actually put the same volume back in your body. The blood contents there, they just remove some micro fucking size stuff. But giving blood, yes, absolutely. But uh, other than that, sitting in a fucking hot tub, that you? will put you on cloud nine real quick. Do you, do you, I, I take it you have experience with this as well? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Good experiences and bad experiences. I've only had bad, so I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's only yeah. ended negative for me. I, I, um, <laughs> all right, so moving on. Um, that was... Uh, that all stemmed from people that, I, people that say I concur. <laughs> well, then, Parker, I concur. I'm also all pissed right. off with that. <laughs> and for that, I concur. Um. One, one more, or actually, I got two more here, just quick, because okay. I've only got like twelve percent left. Um, this occurred to me um, a little while ago, just a little while ago, but it really brought up some past feelings that I've got about this statement. That I just kind of wanted to hit the person, and I was like, no, I mean, they're making eight fifty an hour, like they're hitting themselves currently at forty five years old. Was that a Whataburger? No, it was at Panera. Pantera. Whenever Pantera. I, pa- sorry. It's like Denton. Um, and I was leaving, you know, I had my backpack and everything, and like I I refueled on my water cup and yeah. was an employee and I said Thank you and he said No problem. I fucking hate that dude. I just don't like that response. Like I try my best to not say that to people, especially like in the work environment. Like, Hey, thanks for getting those TPS reports to me in on time today. Yeah, no problem. When really it's like, no, it's my fucking job. So you're welcome. But (laughs) yeah, it, it wasn't a problem. There was never a fucking problem on the horizon. Um, you know, the guy that at Panera today, sorry pantera thank you that had nothing to do with the preparation of my food or anything telling me no problem like i don't know maybe i'm just old i did just turn 34 last saturday you did yeah yeah that, thank you for the birthday salute um i did chug a corona premiere in you your did order. you did um it's the only can i had available i wasn't gonna punch hopefully you, didn't get, you don't get in trouble for that beer <laughs> no it's uh, right. As you did previously. I on. did get in trouble for chugging a Natty Light. I did <laughs> indeed get in trouble for that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe is it just me that I, I don't like no problem. No problem. I, like, I, well, give, I didn't I, think it was a problem. I do give the no problem every now and then. Um, in what context, though? That's everything. I, in shit that actually was a problem, honestly, is when I give the old no problem. Okay. Yeah, you kind of went above and beyond. You maybe I did some uh, shit worked did. on a Saturday. Yep. 
you know, it's the whole give and take as long as it balances out in the end. I get- yeah, it's no problem, John. Like, hey, I understand you called me at 7 p.m. on a Friday, but I'll fucking do this because you've done some no problem type work for me in the past. I will 100% I'll give you that. Yeah. But not, no not problem from a generic generic response for a thank yeah. you. No. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's like fuck off. Now say you're welcome. Yeah, I said thank you, you know, for letting me camp out there for a few hours and study, and I ate, and you know, I was a patron. Yeah, uh, thank you. No problem. No, it's like no, you're welcome. What, what if, Q, what if, what if, you're what if the response had been any time? Same response. Any time. Well, feeling, I don't. Mm, I like. I don't like that one, but I like it better than no problem. Because right, like any time is like. Yeah, anytime. You're welcome. In. Because in my mind, I think that as parentheses, you're welcome in parentheses anytime. Like that's that's the way I take. That's the way I would give that. Yeah, but I still see. I I'll see. I'll let that one slide. But then that was kind of it's like not very personal. It's like oh, so anytime I want to come in here and stay for three hours, that's cool. I mean, like I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> I feel like there's like follow up that has to like a discussion that has to occur after somebody says anytime. Like no shit. Anytime I need to come over and sleep on your couch because I got too hammered at the bar. Like anytime I can do that. What if What if you said thank you and someone said yup? Like what if that was the response yep. of yup? Mm, then I I may be in a holding cell right now. Uh, right. Okay. So you, we got to put it in perspective. The the levels of reciprocation to your. Uh, uh, to gratification. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because uh, like, uh, yeah. I'm not going to go into a whole spiel of like, uh, sir, anytime you'd like to come by, we are glad to help you. Like, we're not going to the Chick-fil-A response is what I like to call oh, my it. Pleasure. Oh, my it's pleasure. It's been my pleasure serving you and licking the balls and minding the stepchildren. Anytime you'd like to come by, I'll gladly take care of you. Mm. Like, I don't know. It just kind of grinds my gears. I get um, it. I get it. It's almost dismissive, no though, problem. when it's no problem. And you had nothing yeah. to do with my time there. Like, yeah. if, if I grabbed my food and I said, you know, I, I looked at the dude who prepared my sandwich and I said, hey, thank you. And he said, no problem. I get that. Like that, fine, 1,000%. Like, I, okay. I, would, I, I wouldn't let that bother me. But some teenager who's working the fucking register who I haven't seen the entire yeah. time of my visit who says, no problem. Like, you know, not you. I don't thank you. I thank somebody <laughs> else. I take that back. Yeah. That, that um, wasn't meant for you. All right, and lastly here, this is one that uh, men across the world, this okay. you know, spans all language barriers, um, unless you don't have urinals, and it's more of like a hole or just outside. But um, Specific. Splashback from urinals. Mm. You know what? Like even like e- even if you try to hit it right in the corner where the crease, where it'll kind of absorb and just – Splash on each side, and, but piss, it still piss, gets you. But piss the urinal dynamic. cake splash back too. Piss dynamics do not do not care about fluid dynamics. No, it's they don't, fast. man. They de- they defy all laws of gravity, especially if you're wearing flip flops. It's like piss knows for sure that you're wearing open toed shoes. Yeah, you'll be. You, you, it's amazing that you can feel a microscopic microscopic drop of urine hit your toe. Yeah. And then you're like, you, you always feel you're that like, for the rest ah, of the day. You're like, there's piss on my toe. Feel dirty. It's going to dry. It's going to be okay. It's sterile. The majority of it was my piss, 
But there's still piss on my there's toe. Still definitely piss on my toe. So I wish Frank were here for this because I know he listens to the show. But uh, Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports are two podcasts run by the same people, James Petrogallo and Jimmy Wisman. James Petrogallo uh, talks about this exact thing. And anytime he goes into a bathroom, he always goes to a stall so he can piss in the toilet. Okay. Respect. And when asked about it, or if he has to piss in a urinal because like all the stalls are full or whatever the fuck it is, he always like mumbles under his breath. I'm like, oh, uh, now good, glad, I'm glad, I'm glad I get to clean my shoes because now I got piss all over my shoes. Because inevitably, no matter how tall, short, mm-hmm. long, or small you are, mm-hmm. you're gonna end up with how, piss on or your how shoes. How far you stand back? Yeah, dude, you can fucking Kobe Bryant this shit. You can Byron uh-huh. Eaton this shit from half court. Standing, standing back at the fucking sink, arcing your arcing your dick piss. You're uh-huh. it, it's inevitable. Something's gonna fucking happen. You're gonna have piss on your shoes. Yeah. It's how it works. However, like I like there's something about pissing into water that just absorbs it all. It just it just goes away quietly. Unless yeah. you have a unless you have a low flow a low flow toilet, which we have unfortunately mm. in our house. In which case, piss literally, there are no boundaries. Piss can literally go everywhere in this house. Mm-hmm. I like it's inevitable. It's yeah, it's like blood spatter and analyst. Oh, like, yeah, couldn't even figure out how sometimes a, a drop of urine gets on your cheek. Yeah, and you're like, well, how we, we couldn't, like, in all of our computer models, we couldn't come up with how that drop of urine landed on your spectacles. And like, then you look at him, you, you look at them dead in the eye and go, Did you run it through a urinal? model because urinals, there are no rules that's right <sighs> yeah that's just the worst dude uh, i mean and but i mean we could take it a step further but splashback when you're dropping a deuce in a porta potty is just the hands down no i would i would go to an exorcist right then to worst like because holy water on the asshole to get rid of all splashback from a urinal shit oh my gosh no Christ. but from a I had a coworker. She dropped her shit. phone in a in a porta potty. Dead, uh, gone, gone. This was just recent, a few weeks ago. File a police report. She was what in Sturgis. About? Oh so my god! So a bunch of bikers god. have been shitting in this thing. And what did she do, Brian? She because she had just gotten this like brand new iPhone fourteen point seven point five times two S, and she reached in and got it, dude. Nope. I was like, how the how the why the did you like your head had to bend on the side of the stall and you were completely hyperextended, reaching your arm into the well. And she was like, well, I mean, yes, it landed on a, in a cloud of toilet paper and shit that was floating in the blue abyss. Is she talking and to I you said, on this phone? Like hang up and call dude, me on the landline. I, well, in person, I said, I'm sorry, but I would have just written that one off. Like even if it had newborn photos of my children, I would have said, no. Nope. <sighs> I'll catch another one. Yeah, no, that one's going to, we're just going to write that one off. And Wait. she was like, I immediately pulled it out. She didn't have gloves on. She didn't have oh. like a fat person stick with the little pincher claw, like nothing. She's like, I didn't have time because I could tell that it was sinking due to the weight. It weighed more than the atomic weight of a turd. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck did you do? And she's like, I pulled it out and immediately took my otter box case off of it and threw it in the trash can and she's like and then i rubbed it with hand sanitizer i'm like fuck, nope mm-mm. fuck you fuck your coworker. no no don't even yeah. accept her call anymore she calls I feel like 
yeah i should just decline it cut off communication yes yeah i don't even care if she's your boss like just (laughs) no i'm not fucking talking i can't do i know what you're capable of and that's fucking heinous i can't do it i dude i straight up told her i was like i uh i view you in a little different light now I hope I hope she didn't take that in a positive way. Like she's your no, not, hero, not a positive touched by an angel light. <laughs> That's bringing it all the way back around. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Roma, not in a Roma Downey light, but in a fucking yeah. No, it was Brendan. not this sweet, beautiful black lady light that touched me. It was oh, uh, a bunch of bikers that have been just taking beer induced shits on this Portageon all day, just abusing it, and then she dropped her phone in there. That's the light I'm talking about, that and that's how I I now view her. Physically ill. That's how I am right now. That's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. I just so. want to I just want to do this to fucking cleanse the palate before we get out of here. I I just I gotta fucking. Hear ye, hear ye! It's time for a beer count. Listen to the track. Beers. Goodness. Where are you at, Parker? That's a long time. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've heard that. Yeah. Felt good. Um, well, I polished off four F5s. Respect. And am now drinking my to-go Pantera water that I brought with me. <laughs> cleanse my palais before I go mow the front yard. I saw you trying to fucking hydrate real quick. I was like, oh, he's about to go outside. I know it. I know it. Yeah, and unlike yourself, I'm actually going to do some physical labor you out there You know what? Today. Fuck you. Driving's tough, okay? It's Dallas-Fort Worth. There's traffic and shit. Unpredictable behavior. I, That's true. That I, is mentally straining down in that place. I'll I, give you that. I am uh, four beers as well. I had an Allstat Oktoberfest before, like while we were waiting for you to join. Yes, um, thank you for the patient waiting. No, no, no worries, no worries. I it was it, it gave me something to do to pass the time talking to Frank. Um, wow. Then obviously went over the real ale Axis IPA. Then I snuck in a Shiner Oktoberfest. Um, so two Oktoberfests I've had tonight, and then I finished it with uh, Bell's Lager of the Lakes. Uh, they're mm. Bohemian Pilsner, and I should also I'm I'm gonna come clean here. I've had two full ass pours of Andalusia Striker smoked single malt whiskey, which I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna be honest with you, Parker. There's two things that this goddamn global pandemic has taught me is that I love okay. whiskey and I really fucking love cigars. <laughs> so I've noticed your love for cigars has really blossomed. Uh, it's, it's got, so here's the deal. I'm, I'm receiving love over on the uh, cigar world as far as Instagram goes. And I like the attention. Um, okay. so yeah, I, I'm I, an attention whore. If you will. I'm a bit of an attention whore when it comes to stuff like that. So that's why you see me putting in the 15 minutes of effort to edit a video of, uh, a CLE cigar one week. Um, but like, yeah, no, no, those are two things that I've grown to love. And as a matter of fact, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go make me a cold, a cold cut sandwich. And mm. I'm going to try to sneak out and uh, smoke me a cigar when it's not a million fucking degrees outside. So yeah, man. Well, you know, fortunately at this juncture, you can feel fall in the air around this time of night. Yeah. And there's not quite as much of the burn when you walk outside. Dude, it's not 97 degrees nice. at fucking 7 o'clock at night. That's the yeah. shit that killed me in the summer. Yeah. 
Well, all right, you go sandwich artist it up. I am. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play this out if nothing else to be fucking yeah. professional. Well, well yeah, I'll let you. Let you go first. It's soothing. You know. It's nice. Yeah, ladies first. Ladies, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, don't. Hey, I'm up here, Parker. I'm pointing to my mm, eyes. I'm sorry. up here. Thank you. I'm the one that's shirtless. Yeah, you are shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> you. You know what? You've 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 stuck to the bit, and I appreciate that. Uh, be sure to check us out over on our social media pages uh, on Twitter and Instagram at no beer left cast on Twitter as well at NBLB beer. If you got some beer suggestions for us, cigar suggestions, whiskey suggestions, weed suggestions. I mean, at this point we're open to anything and everything. Uh, hit us, uh, hit us up over at no beer left behind cast at gmail.com. Okay. We look forward to hearing from you and we look forward to, uh, you, uh, seeing your reviews over on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you can provide reviews for our podcast. We appreciate it for Brian here in North Texas until next time I am out. Mm. I, uh, it's tough to follow that outro. Really it is. Um, it was fun. Thank you. It was therapeutic as always. Um, I just want to say last night, uh, here locally, I got a couple pours of Sam Adams Oktoberfest and damn it. It's just a great beer. Say what you will about Sam Adams. Say they're not craft. I don't care what you say. That is a delicious beer. You can fuck off if you say the contrary. Uh, for Parker in uh, far, far north Buda, Texas, I'm out. <laughs>